What's happening, lids and ladettes? It's Adam here. And Dan, before we start this week's episode, we've got to tell you that we are going for Christmas number one with our original song, written and sung lead vocal by our very own Finley Kulavuz. It's called Lord Has Gone. It's going to be Christmas number one. You can pre-order it right now on iTunes and on Amazon Music. And on top of that, we've got a little documentary coming out on Friday, the 10th of December, showing you the entire record day at the Motor Museum Studios in Liverpool. That's exclusively going on Patreon. Wag wag lids, thanks for downloading the public episode of Have a Word. If you're enjoying this podcast, if you like what me and Adam and the boys do, then you will love our Patreon, which by the way is the biggest Patreon in the UK. What is Patreon? It's an app that you can download, you sign up, and then it's basically a subscription service for VIP membership to this pod. You get loads of benefits, you get extra episodes, loads of content, and it's also a way of supporting the podcast. And then this is what you get. You get an hour and a half extra episode every week, pure unfiltered, concentrated, have a word bullshit. And honestly, it's some of our best podcasting because the public episode goes everywhere, all over the internet. The patron exclusives, mm, that gets a little bit squirrely. You also get early release of the public episode. The pubes get it on Monday. You can watch it on Saturday morning. You can also get discounts on merch. You can get discounts on live show tickets. To be honest, the live show tickets go to Patreon first. And because we've got as many patrons as we've got, they never go on general sale. So if you want to see a podcast live show, you probably have to sign up. But here's the extra layer that people are loving, which are the one-offs that we're filming and putting on Patreon. The Thank You Live show, The Last Dance, My Last Ever Beat the Frog, which was one of the funniest two hours of live comedy I've ever been involved in. The Ghost Hunt we did with Barry Dodds. We also did the Laura's Gone number one recording studio day. That was a documentary. That's now up there. And finally, to seal the deal, we've also got four of the lockdown lock-ins. The infamous lockdown lock-ins, where we get absolutely shit-faced in the studio and go way too far and record it for your entertainment. It's a phenomenal drink-along that you do not want to miss. We've done it with Ishan, we've done it with Johnny Bongo, we've done it with Stephen Trice, and there is another one coming in January. All in all, this is the biggest UK patron for a reason, because it's funny as fuck, it's great value, you will not regret it. For the price of a fancy coffee, once a month you pay three quid and you become a VIP lid. Sign up at patreon.com slash haveawordpod. The link is in the description of this episode. That's me done. Migan, go ahead. Get on me. Enjoy the episode. Now, I'm getting the word nuts. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? Cha! Upset me, nasty bitch! Disgusting! Wag wag leads, you're listening to the funniest podcast in the game with Adam, Dan, Sensei Kal, and Finn. Shut up, Finn, you good looking, big fingered Welsh weirdo. This is the one and only, the now infamous, the soon to be legendary. Have a word. Go, Ed, get on me. <laughs> Pussy. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Bloody hell. just finished me morning coffee. That's just demonetized us one second in. No, oh, who cares? I was an advert, yeah. Fucking bored of them Google adverts. <laughs> bored of money. Free money. That's Fuck shit money, bo- though, isn't it? <laughs> it's shit money. Well, I'm not asked. That's my least favourite money. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's fucking AIDS. 
So the other day I went... I'd um, love to pie them off and just be like, let's do ours. I was on our highlights channel, shout out, you haven't looked at it. Watching an old highlight and I got adverts and I got pissed off because it's YouTube advert. And I was like, oh no, hang on. <laughs> God, for fuck's sake. Oh, yeah. Shit, I got a 28 that. second unskippable advert last night and just turned me telly off. I was trying to show our Jack a, a video of Tom Segura doing a specific stand up routine. 28 seconds unskippable. I just didn't show me. I turned the telly off. I know. So if, if you back out and keep pressing in like five times, you don't get adverts. I didn't want to do that though. Oh. I just wanted to watch the thing. When we were in Anglesey, but they only had free view and the kids were like utterly freaked out that they couldn't watch the very specific show they wanted to. Because they're used to Netflix or just downloading it on Sky and watching it on Sky. And it was just, it's on. It's just the TV and it's on. Like, they were like, what? <laughs> what the fuck is this? I don't want to watch this. And they're like, they're like trying to swipe the TV. Like, it's fucking broken. <laughs> you fucking spoiled little twats. You watch the best films then though, don't you? Watch Rasta Mouse and shut the fuck up. Because you watch films that you have to watch. You end up watching films that you wouldn't use. <laughs> Literally, I've do- I haven't watched Freeview for a long time. On a holiday usually though, yeah. Yeah. Like, when you, know, you were growing up, how many channels were there? Uh, <laughs> on the wireless. There was the BBC World Service. That's how we found out the war had started. <laughs> I remember that. Were you were you alive when Neville that, Chamberlain came back from Berlin? When that War of the Worlds thing happened on the radio? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know about that? When they played War of the Worlds on the radio, but they didn't announce what it was, and people were like throwing themselves out of windows and that. People thought it was real. People yeah. thought it was real, so they killed themselves. Well, they did it as a radio play. Yeah, but they started it as a breaking news, yeah. just to fuck with people, and that was like what the fifties where they were like, "God damn it, those aliens are coming <laughs> in the- out the fucking window, Martha." In Birmingham, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that was in, that was my yeah. Imagine doing something. Didn't someone kill himself during halftime at Istanbul? Not there, but like during the game. I don't think so. I I had that rumor years ago. Yeah, it's a slightly yeah. different story though, that Carl, isn't it? <laughs> it's That's not. some mentally ill person who's a bit too attached to a Liverpool football club. This is like, oh, they did a radio play that scared people. Oh, these are all mentally sane people you, who kill themselves. Were, no, but that was a national phenomenon in America. Yeah, yeah. They all bricked it. There was a uh, a film about an earthquake in the same era, and a theater loosened all the bolts on the on the seating. Um. And there's so much bass in the film that it made the fucking place rattle. And it was a, about an earthquake. Well, and back that was then, one of the things. And genuinely, people fled out of the building thinking it was about to. Sick. Back then, they didn't have the technology to do the bass. So they just got a really fat person to fart. Yeah. 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 It's an overhead, that. Good. <laughs> Into your own did goal. You, did you apply for it? Or? Hey. I wasn't alive back then. All right. Good save. Good save. Good save. Good save that. That's safe. Otherwise, that would have been stupid. Adam Rosedale, eh? Mm. <laughs> well, it's that thing of, like, fucking with people, in it That it makes it more... As soon as you're like, oh, yeah, it's just a film. But it fits... Um, like, what was the one... Blood, the Blair Witch Project? Yeah. Where I was at college when that came out, and it was a thing, like, you all went round to someone's house, and you all watched it. And it became a thing to be scared of it. I, I kind of like that sort of stuff, yeah. where they're fucking with you. I thought Shrek 2 was real when it first yeah, came out. Yeah, off. yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was scary, wasn't it? Because how does a dragon fuck a donkey? <laughs> and vice versa. That's frightening. You were like, oh my God. Shrek Spoilers. Two. He knew Shrek 1 was fake. <laughs> but no, this one's real. No, Shrek 1 makes a lot more sense. Why are the dragon donkey babies? That's wrong. No, that's possible. Of course it's possible. Is that how that works? A dragon. You can cross no, species. no, sorry, sorry. You can crossbreed. What? Species? 
imaginary species. Cross, crossbreed dragons and donkeys. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be harder if the donkey was the woman. I think because a dragon's dick too big. That's the problem. And it would ruin the donkey's that's pussy. That's the problem. <laughs> You've got a fucking dragon dick on you. Yeah. Spit in fire. But like, like that little donkey, fucking that enormous dragon pussy. It's fine. Wow. <laughs> wow. What a visual for everyone. Early doors. I'm right though. I haven't thought donkeys that can't fuck elephants. <laughs> Fact. No, I'm just trying to. No, I'm just trying to. What is the closest thing to a dragon? Like you're just thinking big. Dragons are real. What did you talk about? Right. Just one on the Welsh flag. Right. What? You can't cross speak. What are you on about? I I can I can put up with so much of your bullshit, but you're like, yeah, donkeys can fuck rhinos. <laughs> and that's how you get rhinonky donkeys. <laughs> Fact. Yeah, I don't go. I don't can go to the safari species? park. I go Adam's fucking zoo. <laughs> horrific experiments that Dr. Rose been doing. Like, right, a chicken has fucked a squirrel. Possibly. Ah, end it. What do you reckon the, the two funkiest animals you could breed are? I literally no idea. But Hippo and an eagle. <laughs> eagle. An eagle. Flying hippo. Be sick now. Oh, you're going that way, yeah. A flying hippo. Well, that's better than a swimming eagle, isn't it? A flying hippo. Yeah. That's all the hippos need, isn't it? Just wings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine the size of the fucking wings a hippo would there make. There isn't an big... animal on earth that would turn down wings if you offered it to them. It would just look like a bit of a fat gay dragon, wouldn't it? Fat gay dragon? <laughs> it would. You'd have wings if I offered you them, wouldn't you? If I went to you, right, I can click my fingers right now. You'll have wings. You'll be able to fly like an eagle forever. You'll tell me you say no. Just click your fingers and I get wings. Yeah. And they work as well. Right. You're not like a wasp. Well, yeah, but you've seen films where they've got what? angels. That's mad as well, isn't it? Bees can't actually fly. So focus now, Adam. <laughs> focus. Because you're being full spastic, Adam. Really well, early uh, doors. No, whoa, 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 hang on. What? <laughs> <laughs> It's got such bad ADHD. Elab- elaborate. You'd have you, no, no. Hang on. You cannot be like you'd have wings if you could. Oh no, no. Sorry. Bees and wasps can't fly, and they fuck hippos and dragons and donkeys. Shrek three. No. Puss in boots. No, you can't focus. An insect can't fuck focus. a mammal. Focus. Focus. Bees can't fly. No. Oh man. Explain. <laughs> it's so. It's just too retarded. Like I can entertain the retardedness for a bit. But it's how he, it's some days, it's the coffee. Of course, he's had a fucking 19 shots of coffee and can't stay on one thought for eight seconds. Would you have wings? There's literally so much opportunity to talk about that. Insects! Flies, wasp! No, it's okay. Boots. We'll come back to that in a bit. Pin Go on, me. tell us about your wings. Cunt. <laughs> Cunt. You, would, you would have them though, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I would, but they don't look easy to upkeep. Sometimes I can't be bothered... Trimming my beard. I just think wings and feathers in the bed. Nah. Like, I'd get it. You want to fly. Yeah. But I'd rather have, like, robotic sort of... And then fuck off. Okay. You know what I mean? Rather than angel wings. That'd be a great invention. Like a jetpack, but wings. Right. <laughs> Good. <laughs> just write that down. Steve, could you get on that, please, there. mate? Yeah, yeah. I know you're doing a bit of graphic design in the corner. That's actually but... a really good idea, though. You smashed that. Right, cool. Yeah. Because obviously... Would you have wings? Yeah. Right. Especially the new jetpack wings that we've just invented. <laughs> but what? But but then you've got to think about the ramifications for your life. You what? won't be able to gig normally. Why? Because people are just, just people are just turn up going. Yeah, I don't really care about your views on like modern life. Just get your wings out. I'd have a fucking great view on modern life from the sky. 
Nailed it. <laughs> oh, what's your bullshit about wasps? <laughs> no, we're not done with wings. No, I am now. <laughs> what's the what's the wasp thing? I don't know whether it's about wasps, but uh, <laughs> it's definitely about bees. How bees. many shots in the coffee, Adam? Just out of interest. Uh, the one I had before that was a double shot, <laughs> and this is a double shot as well. So this is the fourth. The old quadruple. Um, you have IBS, you say? Yeah, do you? <laughs> but yeah, bees, uh, technically speaking, like from a f- like a physics standpoint, can't fly. No, they shouldn't be able to fly. Yeah, but that well, that, they can't that's fly. The You've seen them. Well, based on the physical universe as we know it, no, they're not flying. That's falling with style. That's Buzz Lightyear, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Bees Lightyear. Um, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, bees don't obey laws of physics, but they can fly, but they well, shouldn't be able to. Well, that's the same thing to me. No, no. no not being able to do something and shouldn't be able to do something is different. Crucially, it's very different. You're like, well, apparently bees can't fly. What about the ones that can fly? Yeah, they're fucking wizards then. <laughs> don't trust them. Well, maybe bees are magic. You just I don't live know. by physics, you know. Yeah. That's my life. <laughs> well, don't bees hold the, the key to um, the environment? The the. Did you just have a little key in your hand? Yeah, a little key, because bees are small. But if the bees are fucked, we're fucked, aren't we? No. The that's, ecology. A, that's a common misconception. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, the other one is, bees can't fly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, that's a lie. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. Oh, look at them bees, not flying. Off to shag kids and eat pizza. <laughs> it was a bee order. that did 9-11. <laughs> a bastard. Yeah, 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 yeah. No one, you know, it's just a big fucking bee. The Talibuzz. <laughs> Nailed it. Osama Buzz Laden. Nailed it again. What did you say? Yeah, uh, uh, Finn said that, sorry. What? Finn's already said I that. can't hear it because he hasn't got a mic. Um, anything else? I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, finish. but the, the idea that, like, basically, if bees all went away tomorrow, all that would happen is that we'd only have enough honey to last, like, another six months. Um, no, I don't think, I think you've missed the point. Honey would be like Bitcoin. Be yeah. like fucking. We really. Have you got money in crypto? Now I've got it in honey. It's really that's the way forward. Yeah, yeah. I think you've missed the point there. I don't think the lack of honey is going to end mankind. No. It's, the, it's the ecology, isn't it? I think it's the ecology. Cheerios would need a new. Uh, That'd be a big a, one. A new side project, wouldn't they? Yeah, because they'd lose honey Cheerios. And Wofford, they'd need a new nickname. Yeah. No, because they could still be the bees. Oh, that's Brentford, sorry. What we even... That's I mean, the colours. It's the Hornets. Hornets. Hornets yeah, they're cunts, actually, aren't they? I've never seen one, but they're, aren't they like just basically jacked-up steroid-using wasps? Yeah, they're like wasps or newsies. Uh, put simply, we cannot live without bees. We can. So says the Freddie had a bee expert on his podcast and said it's bollocks. Well, then. Yeah, Freddie's had some pretty weird experts on, though, hasn't he? Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's always the go-to for actual facts, but I know what we're definitely not. I love people who comment that. That that's wrong. Yeah, we know. We're saying it on. I purpose. mean, it'd be uh, it'd be easier to comment when we're right. Yeah. Do you know what, Jesus? At Twenty-nine <laughs> minutes thirty-two seconds. I think they were right. <laughs> well, that's not what it's about. Uh, can we tell them about the live stream? Because yes. I'm very excited, and it's going to be here in no time. Sunday, the 19th of December, 8pm start. We're doing our annual live stream at Hot Water Comedy Club in Liverpool. Uh, the tickets to be in the room sold out in Six that amount of time. And you can now buy the pay-per-view. It's a tenner. You can get it from hotwatercomedy.co.uk. This is... 
th- this video never goes on Patreon. We never put it on YouTube. It's to see this show and the plans we've got for this one. It's going to be a wild one. Uh, you've either got to be in the room or watch the pay-per-view. The pay-per-view is available for a full week after the show, so you can re-watch it back for a week, a full week. You can not watch it on the night and watch it three days later. But after that week's done, this show disappears forever. No one else will ever see what goes on. What happens in the room stays in the room. It's a Christmas party, isn't it? Yeah. It's a nice little tradition we're developing. It was born out of necessity last year because of the lockdowns and all that fucking bullshit. But uh, now it's amazing because people, wherever they are in the world who aren't able to try and get tickets for a live show can come and see us in the comfort of their own fucking living room. Mm, and it's, there's a Or big, bedroom. There's a big thing, isn't there? No one's going to wank, are they? There's a big thing. There's a big thing. No one's going to be like, I've got the laptop out. Oh, I'm telling you right head. now, everyone at home, you've got my consent to wank over me. If you want to spaff while I'm doing my shit... Go for it. Yeah, do it on live streams though, eh? Wow. No, don't come to the tour. And yeah, no, you have Adam to be... As I said, it was all right. Well, yeah, you can't get a dick out of the live show because not everyone in the room is consented. But if you're in your house... No, but you've, you're sick of uh, stand innovations now. They're hack, aren't they? You, you're a maverick in comedy and you want That'd a sitting... fucking amazing, wouldn't it? Wank yeah. over your whole audience just squirted all over the gaff at the end of your show. A wank ovation? Yeah. That wouldn't be nice. Just to hear 1,700 people. <laughs> oh, that'd be Eating a hell of a noise. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you make that noise with your mouth when you're wanking? <laughs> make a wank noise. What? Is that a wank noise? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is yours noisy? Yeah. Oh. 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 It's not. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> you want a roller coaster? Yeah. That's pretty much what I sound like. <laughs> no, it's not. It, is. it isn't. Oh. Kill yourself. No. End, end your life. <laughs> Anything more than a weird, like, fucking... Hello. <laughs> really? Do you, do you masturbate like an intimidated black American person? Oh, oh my God. Damn. Oh, Lord. I didn't know it'd be like this. Oh, can I get a witness? Praise Jesus. Oh, uh, hallelujah. <laughs> oh, that has a finisher. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't. You've got to end on the hallelujah. Yeah. And goddamn, I said goddamn. Yeah. That's yeah. when no one's in. When someone's in, you're like, oh, Lord, Lord, mercy. I'm <laughs> <And> Thomas. <laughs> the live, yeah, keep it on track. The live stream. Ooh. Live stream yeah. where we will masturbate. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. As Americans. There's an announcement. Is there an announcement, Carl? Yeah. There's going to be a big announcement. and um, There's li- something really big coming up next stream. year that uh, there's going to be tickets on sale for very limited tickets, less tickets than we <laughs> that we could absolutely sell uh, for something we're doing early next year. We're going to announce it live on stage on the night so only people watching the live stream or in the room will hear it. link. Um, they'll get the link there and then, and I imagine that this thing that we're announcing will sell out faster than these tickets did. So if you want to hear that announcement, oh, oh, you got to be watching. God. God, I wish I was a black American. I really do. Just watch the videos from the States. And I just think, oh, I've just born white, Lancastrian, like, you all right? Rubbish. You got to think about oh, the... Oh, Lord. Every bit of material that I've ever done would be better. God damn, I say God damn. But what about systemic racism? Who the fuck is drinking? 
Systemic racism. Yeah, you got to consider that. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's one of the perks of the job, isn't it? When you get there, how would I know as a white, an old honky living <laughs> in Preston? I've never. Are we allowed to say that? That's our word, isn't it? Honky. Yeah. Everyone's allowed to say honky. Right. Everyone's allowed to say honky because it, it, it is racial, but it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't go. Like any. when El Hajjuf called a ball boy at Everton honky <laughs> and the ball boy at Everton lodged a complaint with the football club and the police were informed because there'd been a racist incident at the football and El Hajjuf was questioned. I didn't know about that. I didn't know about that. He That's went, absolutely hilarious. The ball boy wouldn't give him the ball back. And El Hajjuf was a footballer. When was that? Early noughties? He was in the noughties, wasn't he? And he we was. signed him on the back of an impressive display at the 2002 World Cup for Senegal. Yeah, we also signed entire, Salaf Diaw. Went through an entire season without scoring a goal. So he basically player. made his way around the Premier League for about eight years. Wherever, he, if you end up at Blackburn, you're like, oh yeah, you're on your way out. And he was an horrible cunt. But he asked for the ball from a ball boy. I went, hurry up, honky. And the white ball boy in Liverpool, in Merseyside, which is 99% white, went, oh, I've been racially abused. <laughs> and told his fucking manager, who informed the club, who informed the police. So I'm, all I'm saying is, it was racial, but I call bullshit on that being a hate word. Yeah. Michael Moore calls himself a cold-ass honky, doesn't he? So, Right, yeah. It's allowed. Michael Moore's the... the I'd I can't, That's why he's I, always wearing that big coat. Can you imagine that day when... <laughs> When the ball boy was like, just, just like re really upset. And after the game, obviously, like as an Everton fan, probably in the academy or something. And he's like, is everything all right, Mark? He's like, no, I don't think it is. I've got something to tell you. What is it, lad? I think I've been racially abused by El Hadji Diouf. <laughs> oh, what did he say? He said, give me the ball, you fucking honky. <laughs> and I'm white. Right, let's go and speak to Steve, the manager. Yeah, let's do it. Do you reckon it's okay to call non-white people a honky? What do you mean? Do you know, like, if you get... Obviously, like, if you get in an argument with someone of a different race, racism is off the table, isn't it? You're not allowed to be racist, but you are to white people. Like, if you get into an argument... Let's say you both try and pull into the same petrol pump. You. I'm black, and you're white. No, you <laughs> and, like, uh, an Asian guy. Lorraine Kelly. Yeah. An Asian man like Lorraine Kelly. Let's say you and... Um, Daft gun. What's the newsreader from Channel 4 call? Zainab Adawi. Krishnan Guru Murthy. Krishnan Guru Murthy. Murthy. Yeah. Is it Murthy? You've nailed it. Krishnan Guru Murthy. Krishnan Lahaj Duvalal Khalmud Murthy. You and What? Both go to the same petrol pump. Yeah. Right? And he gets out and he's like, you fucking honky cunt. Right, you obviously... <laughs> Christian <laughs> Kuru Murphy, the famed award-winning Channel 4 newsreader pulls up and goes, you fucking honky cunt. And I'm like, is that Christian Guru Murphy? It is, isn't it? Hang on. I'm being racially abused. What am I allowed to say back to him? Yeah, can you call him a honky? Do you know what I mean? Because you can't, you can't use the traditional racial slurs that would be associated with people from his ethnic background. Right, can I... Can I call him a honky? <laughs> Is that okay? I think you can call anyone a honky. Can you? I mean, literally, your nan, I think your, your daughter's teacher, everyone would be like, what? It doesn't mean anything. I, I think, think if you use a, an Asian racial slur, that might be a problem. I think that there are some races that hate white people so much, and absolutely justifiably so, that 
if you called them a honky, that would be more offensive than like the N-word to them. Okay, what I want you to do now is to test that out in South London next time you're there. Okay? When you get into some SO garage, SO forecourt dispute with a gentleman of a different ethnicity, yeah. try your honky theory. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I'd call him the N-word, obviously. That'd be really offensive. I know I'd really piss him off. You fucking honky! Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to start calling everyone honky then. It derives from honky tonk. Yeah. Which is a, a a bar that provides country music. So it's country folk. Yeah. It's a very American. Yeah. It's a very Americanized it, thing. What about the it? C word for white people? There's a lot. Do the word. What? Caucasian. Caucasian. No. <laughs> Something you eat with cheese. Cheese and. Cracker. Yeah. I don't know if it was a naughty one or not. Is that naughty? Did you literally just say the C word and then refuse to say crack it? <laughs> no, I don't know that's a naughty one. You're, I, a fancy you, right you're a white person, Carl. What would you be offended if, if, if we got... I could got offend an, another white person. I don't want to do, do that. you know what I really fancy? A Ritz C word. <laughs> <laughs> Some cheese and C words. Hey! That's our word. <laughs> a Jacob's what, Cream C word. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Can we call each other cracker ass bitches then? That better. No, that's uh, uh, I misogyn- think calling ourselves crack- Well, cracker doesn't cracker come from cracking the whip? Oh, so maybe then yeah. Like slavery. I knew I was right to be a bit yeah. cautious about that one. So calling again, this- it's a very Americanized thing because there were, were there any plantations in Dovecot. Liverpool was built on slavery. Right. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Adam's right. It comes from a. It comes from that derivation. Yeah. So I think yeah, maybe there wasn't plantations, was it? There wasn't anyone. The bread plantations. It's again, it's American, but the, yeah, they all the, worked at Cane's Brewery before it was the Bosworth Market. They made them build it and make the beer. <laughs> Fact. So while they work working the golf, yeah. Well, cracker is surely offensive because you're saying I would. I'm a cracker. I would crack the whip. Yeah. So I knew I was being cautious. Right. He's right. <clears throat> again, but again, I know, but it, it, again, it, it, you don't have to be cautious because it's only white people that could be like, "Hey, come on, that's not all right." It is all right. Just erring on the side of the caution, Dan. Wow, you are very careful. Is there anything? <laughs> Lorraine Kelly's a cracker, I tell you that. Is, is, is that ever been said? Please promise me, because you're getting quite famous now. Please tell me if you ever if you ever meet Lorraine Kelly. Like, Call her a cracker. Tell you what, Lorraine Kelly, you're a fucking cracker. And she'd be like, "Oh God, that's so nice of you. Thank you. I've really been. I feel good about myself now, Adam." And you'd be like, "No, cracker ass bitch." I'll call her a cracker ass bitch. Yeah, like, listen, you Scottish cracker ass bitch. Wow. Wow. Cracker's not the problem, is it? <laughs> you cracker ass honky bitch. <laughs> Go on. Tell me the news or whatever it is you do. You don't even know what she does. She's not a newsreader. She's just a general. Why are you there? She's <laughs> <laughs> on the door. Go on. Put your Go thing. on. Do the news, Lorraine Kelly, or whatever you don't do. Weather. Fucking bitch. Is she a weatherman? Weatherwoman? She's a weatherman, yeah. <laughs> She's a weatherman. She's a cracker ass honky weatherman. Hey, now the weatherman comes. Uh, I like Lorraine Kelly. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't call her a cracker ass bitch <laughs> if I met her. Cracker ass honky bitch. <laughs> weatherman. <clears throat> what's the What's the more sort of British white slang? Bagpipe wielding cracker ass honky bitch. Because cracker and honky are definitely American. You shortbread eating. Bagpipe wielding, cracker ass honky. Because cracker and honky are totally American. Um, what would be the 
more British barbs. Pasty, you sort of fucking like. milky way. You know, pasty cunt. You milky bar looking cunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You Kendall mint cake looking fucking knobhead. <laughs> that is racist. <laughs> Kendall mint cake? All right, yeah, yeah. You look like someone's filled in the middle of a polo. It's gone. It's gone. Imagine that. Hell, that's you. Can we make some? You look like the fucking middle of a custard cream. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. You fucking donut, old cunt. Uh, American donut. I'm having donut as American there, really. Oh, yeah, you don't, can't get them over there. F- no, but they are American, <laughs> aren't they? Custard cream is so much more. Try going to America and be like, can I have a custard cream? What the fuck are you talking about, boy? Cornish pasty, cunt. Cornish pasty? Are they white? People who make them are. Nice one. Good. You chicken gravy, but that white one, cunt. <laughs> Not the brown chicken gravy. The white sauce one that comes in pasties, cunt. Gives the ball. <laughs> Gives the ball? <laughs> Cornish pasty making fucking custard cream filling cunt. I think we need to workshop a couple of them. I like where we're going with it though. Good though. Yeah. Anti-white racism. Finally. New kitchen roll looking twat. Oh. Kitchen roll. But not blitz because that's blue. It exactly. could be cold. Could be yeah. cold. They haven't yeah. in America either. Yeah. <laughs> you tip X cunt. That's a good one though. Nice. It sounds... Yeah. You tipex looking fucking tit. Covered up my mistake <laughs> in my notebook. <laughs> fucking smooth white correction aid. <laughs> oh, the old bottle. I like them ones. You smell <laughs> You fucking Highland Terrier. <laughs> I've lost it. You fucking gift shop rubber looking cunt. Gift shop rubber? Rubbers. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And some of them are pink. And like when you rub- get sunburned. Oh, yeah. And the the myth said you could rub pen out. And you need to just rip your page to bits. You couldn't do the pen <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you write there? Nothing, because I've gone through two sheets. Now let's you do- sheet? No, it's offensive. No, no, that's it. <laughs> let's, now let's do the other races. On the live stream, we'll be doing all the other ethnicities. You know, for fairness. Yeah. For fairness. For fairness. Yeah. For fairness, uh, I think we should do the blacks next. Good job he didn't say the C word. <laughs> Cracker. <laughs> you Ritz biscuit motherfucker. Uh, this is so contentious. Um, I've got a heartburn. We talk contentious. about the live stream. It's going to be great. It it's is going to be. Well, last year this we is sh- the stuff we put out publicly. Imagine what we do when we can put it behind a paywall and only make it available for a week. I think we're blurring those lines. <laughs> Do <you> remember <laughs> for about a year ago we were like, "Oh, public episode. Watch your p's and q's a little bit." Now we're like, "Blah blah 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 <laughs> blah." Um, can I have a poo break? Yeah, isn't it mad in this podcast? That of all that absolute nonsense, the bit that I got most annoyed about was you going, uh, "Bees can't fly." <laughs> No, I had a problem with none of it, apart from that. Uh, poo break, because he's had 14 coffees. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hell has frozen over. We've finally been fucking nominated for a fucking award. We've been nominated by the legends over at podbiblemag.com in the comedy section of this year's awards on their website. We're very excited. We want to win this one. It's a public vote. Go to popbiblemag.com right now and vote for us. Fuck everyone else. 
We're the best. And if you follow us on socials, if you don't follow us on socials, at Have A Word Pod, and then retweet, share things. If you see it, give it a like. Give this video a like. Subscribe. Do everything. Rub your tits on our podcast. <laughs> That's staying in. Yeah, no. No, no, I'll do. Yeah, bring the uh, bell as well. Rub your tits on our podcast. Thank you. Get on me. <laughs> Uh, that section will start with you whispering Michael Barrymore into the <laughs> microphone. And, I and you'll never know why. <laughs> and I hope it stays in. You'll never know why. Can't believe it. I hope you find your dad. Anyway. <laughs> Hang on. That is not what we were talking that about. That isn't what we were talking about. I thought what would be funny is to suggest that Michael Barrymore might be your dad. Oh, no, he's not. I think it works. You don't know that for sure, though. Neither do you. Your mum might have been bummed by Michael Marimore and then like Marimore? siphoned the comments of her ass into a pussy oh. and then that made you. Do you know he's not your dad? <sighs> eh? It could be yours. Could be. <sighs> you don't know. I don't know. None of us know that Michael <laughs> Barrymore is not our actual biological dad. <laughs> Can't be sure. Schrodinger's Barrymore. He both is and isn't at the same time. Schrodinger's Michael Barrymore. <laughs> if is Michael Barrymore If my Michael Barrymore bums someone to death in a forest allegedly and no one witnesses it did it happen yeah you just said it did good <laughs> I'll be quiet then <laughs> wag wag street horse question for you would you rather <coughs> never be able to <laughs> by the way if you don't get in the reference it's because you're a pube would you rather never be able to watch any sport again or never be able to buy new clothes and instead have to fix your old ones Adam, this also includes trainers. Have a good one, boys. It's from Reese. I've got enough clothes to last forever. Yeah. I've got fat clothes. I've got thin clothes. I've got somewhere in the middle clothes. I've got four pairs of trainees that I haven't even worn yet. I'll be all right. I need sport. You would be in a great position if everyone had to do it. Like it was a choice that everyone made. But I... Like, because if everyone was like, fuck, everyone would choose sport. Most of Liverpool would choose sport and just be like, I'll just invest in sewing kits. But if it was just you doing it, I think it would do your head in something rotten. Yeah, but it's still you, better than not watching sport. You love getting new clobber on, don't you? I do. It's my favourite thing to do. I think. After. Shagging. After Liverpool. And that, yeah. What's the league table of things you love to do? Footy. Eat roast dinners. Footy's one. Fuzzy's up there. It's hard to separate the top few. So common is up there. <laughs> you need to separate it because you can't combine it. Like, oh, I fucking love Champions League games. I don't know what and coming at the same time. Like, oh, God, a fourth against Barca. When Divock Origi put that in against Wolves the other night, that was close. Um, coming, watching Fuzzy. Um, coming, is that just... Does that or, include or sex? sex? Yeah, but that is. Yeah. That's the point of sex, isn't it? Okay, so he's a very, very generous lover. Okay, sex coming, wank coming. We'll separate them. <laughs> Chat, what? Sam. How are you? Love you. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, I can't, can't believe you don't enjoy the content of the podcast. Watching footy, uh, especially when Liverpool are winning trophies. Um, buying clothes, buying trainers. Um, doing good, cool gigs. Good, doing good gigs. Yeah. Not, and, dri and not driving to them. Doing them. Yeah, doing them. And the best bit of comedy is when you walk in the door, he's on the stage, all the shit bits are, as you're out of the building, you're like, oh, God. Yeah. I'm starting to really enjoy the, the pre-gig build-ups as well, though. And I've got a little plan for me tour to make the backstage bit a bit more fun, especially with Carl and Thomas Green coming with me. 100% coming back to that. Um, Where does uh, 
so clothes are up there and in there. Where do legs of lamb come in there? Because I'm I know that food is right. Okay, sex coming. What about sha- Xiaomi's? Eating a lamb what roast dinner. Shma- what about Xiaomi's? Snooker. What about Xiaomi's? Xiaomi's. That's it. Then they're not as good as a roast. They are good, right? But they don't roast is like god tier. They're just like top tier. So now we're getting down to sort of fifth or sixth in the Adam Rowe yeah. life table. Sex coming, roast dinners, especially with lamb. Wank coming, footy. Where's playing footy? Um, it's out. It, it's below everything I've said so far. Right, but it's up there. It's like the next one down, probably. Yeah, it's good. It's good to know. <laughs> Do you prefer sex coming or snooker? Sex coming or snooker? Yeah. A sport that I don't really enjoy or play. Mm-hmm. Uh, sex coming. What's sex? You look I like act- you play snooker. I play snooker as about as much as I sex come. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Can you give him the mic? In a documentary? What's this? The game of me and you, isn't there, playing pool on the documentary? Finn, I don't want to talk about that. That was an absolute abortion of a game of fucking. It was like watching pool. people with no arms it was, play it snooker. Was, to the point where it went beyond like, oh, we're being crap on purpose. It was like, this is humiliating. <laughs> and I was ashamed of me and you at the same time. Watch the documentary. It's out. Oh, God, I hope he's not put that. That'll be a real lull in the documentary. Um, of I hope the whole game's in it. But if you had to give up clothes, if you had to give up football, oh, it'd be awful. If you knew everyone else was watching it. I can't give up football, no. especially if everyone else can watch it. I, no. No. You just have to make do. I, I think I'd genuinely... Oh, this is not a good thing for me, Mrs. Thwaite, is it? I think I'd rather give up sex. I'd rather wank forever. I think. Genuinely. Then never be able to watch footy again. Yeah. Mad that really? I think so. As long as women can wank me off, right? NFL <laughs> or sex? A big caveat. Oh, what you're allowed hand jobs? Yeah. What about I could give up pussy for fussy? I thought you hated hand jobs. <laughs> what about all the um? Uh, if if you were like right, I've been watching the NFL for ten years and I've never enjoyed a sport more. You were like, no more sex again, or the NFL. I know what Laura would choose. <laughs> She'd be like, how big do you want your TV? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what you do, babe? 4K Sky Sports. <laughs> She'd be setting me up, tucking me in the garden office. Have you got, have you got some popcorn? I have. I've got some pretzel as well. <laughs> Big fat cunt that's never getting away. <laughs> Ooh, Kansas City Chiefs. I'm picking sex over watching footy. But if you put playing footy in with watching footy, I'm picking footy. Yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not. You sex though, don't you? I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying this as a dig, but that is partly because of you're an Everton fan, innit? Yeah, like abs- he, oh, absolutely. Yeah, of like course if, it is. Yeah, yeah. Like you could give that up because it generally just makes it would improve my life. <laughs> no, but you've had your glory days, haven't you? When? you were three years old, they won the cup. Yeah, I remember that. Was it? Yeah. Was it ride out? It was Paul Rideout. Paul yeah. Rideout. Uh, yeah. Danker shirt. Oh, good knowledge, Dan. I love it. Yeah, but I was 38 then, so... Because I'm old. From before. Way before. That's when he's from. Long time ago. I'm the way, way back. (laughs) Oh, Papa Dan! Uh, Clothes. Could I give them up? Because I dress badly. No, but you're changing it up, Dan. You're starting to come into the fucking... I'm dressing more scouts. I I love this jumper. I haven't worn it for a while. You you dress dress pretty good. You didn't, though. Why? 
you you didn't you, you yeah me games gone off in the past yeah, yeah. totally yeah. yeah i used to dress better when i was in my early 20s i dressed better than i do like you you've gone the other way like yeah. uh, now you've got some sharp clobber my laura takes the piss my wife takes the piss she's like this is new i'm like yeah so have I told you what I'm going to wear for me, You can birthday? tell that I'm hanging around with 29-year-old scouts, lads. You look better, then. Yeah, I know. I feel better. Yeah, you should do. Get on me. Get on me, lad. The thing is, you don't have to just start, like, shopping a fucking Tesco's F&F range when you're 40. You can still go to flannels and stuff. Right, well, I don't <laughs> really know what flannels is. It's like a high-end shop, part of Harvey Nichols. Uh, I'm not in, I'm into it. I, honestly, the T-shirts that keep getting offered to me on it, this is friend or foe. If anyone knows the people who run Friend or Foe, the T-shirt and hoodie company, get onto them. We've got 60,000, 70,000 people watching these in the first month or so, listening as well. And I want some free T-shirts from Friend. This is where I'm at. I found it. Instagram has worked me out. Instagram is part dressing me. It's like, Dan, I know you're looking at girls with tattoos and tits, but what about this T-shirt? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Instagram's worked me out with trainees. My right. my, my account on Instagram is just trainees and the occasional bummo. Same. Or more. It's Instagram dark. You've got the dark Instagram. You've got yeah. dark Instagram? Yeah. On the dark web? The Instagram. The Instagram? <laughs> they didn't come up, they didn't spend long. Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. What, you're not allowed on a, you're not allowed a bum hole on Instagram, are you? You're not allowed a nipple on Instagram. You're allowed a man nipple, nipple, though. What's that about? Hey! So have you cut a man's nipples I have nipples. And put them Could over you the milk woman? me, Greg? Uh, free the nip. Free the nip, isn't it? Yeah. I like a big nip. Do you? <laughs> I like a little, but like oh, no. solid, a solid one. It has oh, to be pink. What, a little fucking, little pinger? Pinger. Yeah. A pinger. Do you know what I, I like, like them to, do you know I like them to feel like on my tongue? Like a little midget gem. Oh. You know the sweets? Yeah. Like really hard. Yeah. And, and green. And like blackcurrant flavoured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a rugby I, stud. I like the areola. You know, the lumpy bits. I like it to be like, it's you a good know. Goalie. Yeah. <laughs> good French goalie. And you like his nipples? <laughs> I like that. Nipples are so important to the boob. They're integral. If yeah. a bad nip, a bad nipple ruins a boob, in my opinion. A yeah. bad nipple ruins a boob. A boob. What's yeah. a bad nipple when it's like round the side or on the side? Like a a, a burger. Oh, I tell you what, nipples are very rarely just in the wrong space, wrong spot for a laugh, aren't they? Yeah. Like you can, they can be big and they can well. <laughs> it's, no, it's very it's very rare. You see, like, oh yeah, my nipples right here, but this one's a bit weird. It's usually a, a botched boob job if the nipples misplaced. Oh well, it? then I'm a bit more sympathetic. Do you ever watch the program Botched? You ever watch it? Oh, you ever seen it? No, oh. not much telly. My missus watches it all the time, and it's oh. just plastic surgery. But there's these two doctors in. I think they, it must be in LA, California. <laughs> Definitely, it's not in Wigan, is it? Like, <laughs> oh my god, babe, don't worry about it. My fucking nipples in the wrong place. But they, it is, babe, that's on your feet. They fix bad cosmetic surgery, but some of the cases they get, she's like, I just want a bigger tits, and I've got four tits on my ass. <laughs> Where like, did you go, babe? Why did you get four tits in your ass? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Ass. <laughs> Ears. 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 Yeah. They, they're they also a bit bitchy as well, aren't they? I've seen, I've, I've managed to watch a little bit of botch when they're like, oh my God, come in, we're going to fix everything. And then they do like an off, like like a cut to, and he's like literally talking, I've never seen anything so fucked up. He's <laughs> yeah. really me like, oh my God, what the hell happened? Yeah, it's some of the jobs Her that get done are horrendous. There's some like where they've had like a nose go from like this and like they've literally tried to make it small and it's got somehow bigger and they're like so how, how's he done that and he's like oh i don't know and they're like oh we're gonna fix it and then it's the easiest job in the world for them because as long as it's even just as big as it was before the first surgery they look like geniuses 
What's the most common botch? Is it boobs? Tits. Yeah. It's the most common cosmetic surgery probably after like... The ass one is a new thing last few years, isn't it? I've been thinking about getting my ass done. That's the one that can go wrong and then you you can't sit down again. And I'd say if we're doing my league table, sitting down is definitely my top ten. The most underrated thing in the world is sitting down. Imagine if you're like, Carl, I've got some bad news. Your ass job, your ass job has gone wrong and you're not going to be able to sit down for two months. Sam moans at me for sitting down too much. But like... So, for example, yesterday, I did a big towel wash, right? What? A towel wash. A big towel wash. Like loads of towels. Right. I just washed and dried loads of towels, and we've got a washer dryer machine. So then to fold them, I sat on the couch. She was like, why are you sitting down? I was like, why would I stand up to fold towels? That's correct. Yeah. Sitting down is one of the best things you can ever do <laughs> in any part of the day. <laughs> are you about 10 years from a mobility scooter, though? Because that... <laughs> You know, there is a point when sitting down becomes like... I'm going to get a mobility motorbike. Or one of those choppers. No, just a motorbike that I can drive around the house. No, there is... <laughs> what you've described, there, it exists. Some mobility scooters have been made to look like, you know, the easy rider, like, get your motor running. No, that's not what I want. I want, like, a Kawasaki with stabilizers on. Cool. Superbike to go to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> 750cc. You're, you're saying shit. it like I'm an idiot, as if you wouldn't be round all the time having a go. I won't be round all the time. Because you've your superbike with your child. Yeah. Imagine yeah, driving a fucking superbike round the Asda. <laughs> Many dead. Imagine. Out the way, but... I need bread. So what, you getting your ass done? I got washed over before. I just want... I feel like my ass is too small for me body. You're a man, it doesn't matter. It does. You, you want a fat ass? I, I I look like Gru from Despicable Me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> triangle. You like, are an inverted. Yeah, you're an upside down triangle. But no, you, but I'm not even that. I'm like, my legs are like a triangle, and then there's a fuck. Do you know what I'm like? I'm like a golf ball on a tee. That's exactly what I am. So <laughs> my legs go to a tee, and then there's just this big ball on top. And I just feel like if my ass was a bit, you'd look like a fucking pigeon. <laughs> Sophie Apple. You just look like lumps, and then little. You've got quite thin legs. Yeah. I want to be like Nicki Minaj. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ricky Minaj. That's what I call myself. Why would you change your name? What? Ricky Minaj. <laughs> Ricky Minaj, you know, because my nickname's Ricky. Adam Ricky Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you get called at school, Adam? Ricky. <laughs> I named it myself, but uh, didn't catch on. Um, well, Alan Minaj doesn't make much so sense. So you're going to have wings <laughs> and a Nicki Minaj big fat arse. That'd be fucking great. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> a lot in it, guys. Damn, what cosmetic surgery would you get? I think I've asked that question. And I think it, it has been done. Yeah. But uh, wherever it gets done, don't say dick, don't it's boring. in London. That's where I'm going for in my London. Cosmetic. Yes. Turkey's the best place to go. No, now. no, Why not London? going to fucking countries. Sorry, Finn, that I don't fucking trust. Turkey has got the best surgeons in no. the world. No, it has. It's cheap. It's cheap because of the taxes. No. Yeah. No. I want to go. I'm going to f- spend some Patreon money, go down, London. I'm going to get myself a new dick, a new fucking hairline. I can't wait for you to get your hair transplant, you know. Because you are going to do it, aren't you? If Laura leaves. Well, if she stays. If Laura's... Then she's just going to have to put up with it. All right, okay. She's just handed a notice in. She's doing fine. Does Laura she like your ball? She cannot have a job anymore and look at my shiny bald ass. Hmm. Head. <laughs> a hair transplant in your ass? Got a quiff on me bum hole. <laughs> <laughs> if ever I go for any, if I'm ever fixing it up, got a new watch, maybe I'm getting a new fucking 
knows. I don't know. But it's in London with people who I think know what they're doing. Ironically, they can be Turkish. <laughs> but I'm just not going to like, welcome to Fakram Airport. I'll just get you in the taxi and we'll take you to the hospital. No. What do you think about it. those people who get like um, surgery to look like their favourite celebrity? Have you seen like that fat fella who wants to look like David Beckham? And he actually ended up looking like David Bentley, which was quite funny. Who ironically wanted to be David Beckham. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you were going to get surgery to look like any celebrity... A black American. Denzel Washington. I would go... An- Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. I'd do wordplay. That's what I'd do. I'd, so I'd base my cosmetic surgery and ethnicity change on some wordplay. I'd call myself Denzel Nightingale. <laughs> I'd, go, I'd go reverse Wacko Jacko. This, and have kids touch me. What? This David Beckham kid. Yeah. He's got a new thing and he's trying to look like Brooklyn now. Turn it on. Turn the telly oh, on. Oh, so it's fucking. Is there a remote? It's so, so creepy. Now he's got sugar daddies now that are funding his new dream to look like Brooklyn Beckham. Oh, no, bro. He does look like David Beckham, to be fair to him. <laughs> <laughs> like, to be fair. Hey, he looks like David Beckham fucked an umpa lumpa. <laughs> he looks like. Are it. we putting him in? Yeah, he's yeah, in. Yeah, of course we are. Oh, my God. To be fair to him, if if I walk past him in the streets, I'd be like, <laughs> is that David Beckham? Is that David Beckham? There's <laughs> not any tattoos of daft cunts or a beard or no, the I... hair or face of David Beckham or head or body. No, but if you squint. <laughs> if you close your eyes and imagine David Beckham. <laughs> he looks like David, looks like David Beckham. <laughs> he looks ill mentally. He looks like David Beckham. If David Beckham, you know, if David Beckham turned up looking like they'd be like, David Beckham's recovering from some serious illness. Oh, is this the Korean fella? A Brazilian man who wants. Well, to- people are trying to make themselves look Korean now, aren't they? That's the new. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. There's because there's a the whole K-pop phenomenon. So. Yeah. You look, sort of Asian. Just as bad. I think you could. <laughs> I think you could transition I into thought- Korean easiest. Bro, come on, bro. <laughs> did, you, did anyone else just catch that? It's good. I don't do the eye stuff. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even see, see that's really eye. offensive to me, but it's also very racist, isn't it? And I'm just wondering whether do I get away with it? Like, is that like <laughs> me being able to do like yeah, yeah, Asian yeah. eye jokes? Is that like like black people being able to use the N word with each other? I do. Can I use the I word? I think it's uh, which comedian that we know that we're talking about. <laughs> the, the, some people would go, no, it's not all right. I think it's your eye. You know, yeah. like it's their word. Yeah. No? It's my eye. Yeah. Yeah. K-pop. Oh, my God. Imagine Kareen. Kare- <gasps> is next is it next year's Christmas number one, because we're going to have to defend our title. Obviously, we're going to win Christmas number one this year. If you haven't already ordered pre-or- pre-ordered, Lord has gone. Why are you even watching this podcast? And the acoustic Fuck version off. and the dance version. <laughs> Why do you hate kids with eye cancer? <laughs> you pube. Do you want other kids to end up looking Korean? No. Go and order the song. There's six versions. Well, three versions that you can all you can pre-order twice. You, you know, you know, you were saying. I think you found the line. <laughs> oh my Go and up. There's a, a, a acoustic and a dance version. If you pre-order all six, three, all all three on Amazon and then on Apple, that is six sales for us. It'll cost you less than six quid, less than a fiver actually. Yep. And it's all going to kids with fucking dodgy eyes and other ones that are dying of other stuff. They're getting loads of dough and we get Christmas number one. Anyway, I think next year's follow-up to defend our title should be a K-pop song. Yeah. 
I do. Can we come back to it? I really think we need to work on Adam explaining what charities we're doing this for. Listen, right, we're doing it for kids with spazzy eyes or something. Kids and like fucking eyes. kids called Zoe <laughs> who are like knobheads. So it's a good cause because there's loads of little Zoes that are like fucking dicks. Fact. Fact. K-pop. I don't even know what K-pop is. All I know is, you know the film Sing? The animated Sing. There's like the bunny... Is it the little... There's little corgis that go... Gimme, gimme, gimme. That's not K-pop, is it? it K-pop? K-pop? I said it wrong in the best way possible. K-pop? K-pop? It is... It is K-pop, though, isn't it? K-pop? K-pop? That was in your head, Defo. You... But it is gay. K-pop is a bit gay, though, isn't it? Gay pop. You can't come out of this. Oh, I just there's, no, there's, no, there's no root out of this. I you just... said gay pop out gay loud. Pop. <laughs> Get on me. <laughs> hey, gay pop. Get on me. Oh, the people you don't want to piss off on the internet are K-pop fans. Trust me. Oh, Why? Let's start some K-pop. Are you K -pop. messing? They are fucking animals. Are they? Yes, they will destroy all your social medias. Why? Because it's just, it's weird. I don't know what it is. But we we don't understand what it is. I know BTS. BTS are great. I like Blackpink as well, but they're J-pop, aren't they? Right, okay. So they all bought tickets or signed up for the tickets for a Trump rally, didn't they? Because yeah. Trump had a go at K-pop in some way. And yeah, they so they bought all the tickets for the Trump rally and there was like 40 people in an arena. Very, It's, it's all manufactured, very successful. Like it, It's like a... It's like a machine. Like you do what you're like, told, and you learn the dance. Like they're not they're not very well paid. Well, they are, but like it's it's more of like a machine rather than yeah, just pop bands, isn't it? Yeah, but, but with that sort. But they of... go to a school and they're picked. They go to K-pop school. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And you're picked to make the, the the perfect. Like there's a ginger one, there's a smart one, there's a funny one, and then which has been going on in pop for ages, hasn't yeah, it? Like Spice they're Girls. They're just I'm a lot more honest about it. Yeah. Over here, we try and hide that, don't we? Yeah. But like over there, they're just like. Listen, lads. <laughs> <laughs> the pause was just tuning the voice in. Hello, I'm the headmaster of the K-pop school. Uh, sorry, this voice is offensive. All right, lads. <laughs> I am headmaster K-pop. 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 I'm not even messing. If K-pop fans find that, we're fucked. What? Because they're animals on the internet. They're not going to find it, though, are they? No. I'll tell you right now, any K-pop fans watching this... Don't do it. Suck my dick. Gimme, 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 lucky, lucky, lucky. <laughs> I've never Absolutely seen him look this scared. Fucked it. Have you? Lick you my said bum hole after a poo. Carl, um, before you said the blacks, <laughs> and now you're scared of K-pop. Yeah. Lick my bum hole after a poo. Clean my arsehole with your K-pop. Go on, take K-pop down. Because <laughs> you're so brave, Adam. You just don't play by anyone's rules. Take K-pop down. K-pop? What? What's that stand for? Crap pop. Oh. It's about I love this job. <laughs> C pop. Oh. Cracker yeah. pop. Crack. Crack. Sounds like a drink. Is it white pop? <laughs> oh, I love that white pop. Honky pop. Honky pop. Honky pop. If Mom there was a brand, honky pop. If there was a brand of, of fizzy drinks called honky pop. <laughs> Try the new have a word honky pop. Are you feeling alright today, baby? You've hardly touched your blueberry honky pop. <laughs> Oh, I get really bad gas from Honky Pop. <laughs> honky Pop. Oh, 
White Cola. Honky Pop. <laughs> Honky Pop's for gin, racists, isn't it? For racists that won't drink Coke. I don't like the colour, boy. I drink mine mm, clear. Honky Pop. Honky Pop's gin. What? Honky Pop's gin. Like what, white women? Yeah. Alcohol. Yeah, Honky Pop. No, that's Mummy's Special Water. That sounded gay pop, didn't it? <laughs> that Sound- genuinely gave me like a Vietnam flashback. <laughs> Into Vietnam. Felt like a growing up. That's mommy's special water. Did she ever call it that? Yeah. No. She called it honky pop. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch my honky pop, you little fucking cunt. Adam! I'm thirsty! Get us a honky pop! And ice. I used to get me mum at ale sometimes, and I was only like 11. Hang on. She'd just send me the offie, and Peter who worked there just knew it was for me now, so he'd just give me it. Oh. And then sometimes I'd get like a little bit of extra for me. What did you but get? But he knew that that was for me. I'd be like, can I have my mum's usual half of vodka? And she also wants four cans of car. <laughs> and the come the bueno. Adam, have you tried our new blueberry honky pop? <laughs> Not for everyone, but you're all right. <laughs> get on me. It's not for the old El Hadjis, you know what I mean? <laughs> the old Jufies. Too far. So you just go you just go to the off and go, get a bottle of vodka, you know what it's for, and you pay. Yeah. The usual. It was I different pe- back then. I Peter. Pre-9-11, a lot of things were different. Yeah. Bargain booze was never the same. Still, the bee flying thing is the most <laughs> annoying, but this, this has to be, you've given me thread, I've got to pick at it. 9-11 changed a lot of off-license rules in Dovecot, did it? It did. It really did. Security went up worldwide, didn't oh, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Once the Pentagon had been attacked, it was a fucking nightmare <laughs> buying a half of a, half a litre of vodka in Dovecot at Peter's. Lad, I know I know you, and I know your mum, but I don't know, you could be telling... It tell- wasn't called Peter's, it was called Kelly's Wines. Peter just worked at this one. Nice one, good. <laughs> Not bad. Just doing my Taliban thing. <laughs> the world did change after 9 11, though, and the offies could have been a part of that. They were? Security was upped. Yeah. Well, Neil deals went from 250 to three quid. Fact. Check it. <laughs> Check it. Yeah. Yeah. Fact. The old Taliban BLT. <laughs> Taliban BLT. Lucky, lucky, lucky. Worry, worry, worry. Bombs, lightsabers, and tanks. We've got one more question for this section. I think we'll uh, go one more. I'm going to leave this to dumb luck. <laughs> I've got four. I've ordered them. One, two, three, and four. Yeah. And I would like Steve to shout out a number. One, three. Oh, he <laughs> said five. It wasn't Yay! one of the numbers. He wasn't even messing them. <laughs> you were, weren't you? He said three second. Three. Three, three is advice. Oh. 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 I think it's advice. Me and our lass have been together for over a year now, and we're hitting a block in the sex life. She's told me she's never come, nor knows what she likes. Like, can I just stop this? The fact that in an email where you're, I would guess, Tom, you're from somewhere in the north. Me and our lass have been together for over a year now. Never come, nor knows what she likes nor am i in i'm in the am i in the wrong sorry i'm gonna do this probably am i in the wrong for trying to get us to try stuff to find out what she likes i've tried the conversations to get it started 
but it all do, all it does is turn into an argument with her going mad, saying, why is it all about sex? Don't know about yous. <laughs> yous lot, you scouts. But I get more into it by knowing she's come or coming. It's spinning riddles in me head. And what to no, do. like you do. <laughs> and I know yous love a riddle. So please help me sort the riddle out. Love the pod, <laughs> Tom. Tom, yeah, I don't know why. She's you, a twat. I don't know why you... Why is it always that, Adam? No, she is, though. Why is it always... He's trying. He's trying. trying. He's asking, what do you want from this relationship sexually? And she's like, well, it's got to be all about sex. Why can't we talk <laughs> about bolognese or something? I think... I just, she doesn't sound too into it, does she? I don't think it's like you're going to unlock the cupboard and she's actually an absolute freak. I just don't think she's that into it. No, but she, she might be into it. She's just not willing to try. She might love getting covered in custard and fingered while it's on her. She doesn't know, so she tries. Have you tried that? What? Have you tried that? Yeah, that's how he knows he likes it. Right. Yeah. She needs to try stuff, but she needs to have a think. Maybe she needs to watch like different categories on Pornhub and see what makes her pop. What makes a honky pop? <laughs> what makes a honky pop? Oh, that'd be a good, good euphemism. Fuck me, lad, you make my honky pop. She doesn't want sex, mate. This no, is a, I think this she's is getting, an issue, isn't I think it? she's getting bummed elsewhere. Uh, mate, there's some there are some absolute textbook responses on this podcast. That is fuck that is absolutely nailed on one of them. Uh there's something wrong with me. Mrs. She's getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Probably by a K pop fan. <laughs> From before. I, I genuinely I think, think she wants you to watch the NFL, mate, or your version of it. Now, a year in, this is bollocks, because I'm assuming they're quite young as well. She needs to be more open to this conversation. And if you're right and she's just not into sex, she's not into sex because she isn't coming. That's why she's not into sex. Is she very- There's nothing better than coming apart from lamb roast dinners, as we discussed before. <laughs> yeah, just make her a, a lamb roast and then try and make her come while she's not... With she, a leg of lamb. She's based in and she's like... Get him. One now. The problem is she sounds very, very shy and she doesn't want to talk about it. So ha- what's your advice? You're right. She needs to try stuff. Because every, everyone's like, got a button. Everyone's got some sort yeah, of button. You so wouldn't how, like sex if you'd never come. I know. So what I'm saying is I agree. So what I'm saying is how does he start this conversation? Because he's gone. Can we talk about what you like? And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. She's obviously pretty freaked out about sex. So how... Does he get the conversation rolling? He needs to do something that is entirely sexually for her. Because se- sex without coming is shit. It's just like doing a load of fucking press-ups or planks, isn't it? Like there's not like I've always thought it. I grew, yeah. That's do my... you not enjoy sex? Yeah. What about edging? But it, you, you enjoy it because you know you're going to come. No, no, but sex can be... It's enjoyable too. Yeah, but... It's a nice feeling. <laughs> it, it's not worth it. <laughs> No, what I, I, what we've learned from I like from the Ted smell Adam, of a roast dinner. What but we, if I don't get to eat, I don't go and sit in the carvery and just have a whiff. Adam it doesn't think about sex. He thinks about coming. <laughs> they are not <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> smell my carvery. You can't touch it, though. <laughs> yeah, you, in it, in you keep saying coming. There's other stuff around sex. It's not just jizzing, is it? Is it? Coming's the best bit. Uh, yeah, but it's not just about. It's not the only bit, though. No, but I would. I don't say coming like like sex is fuck. It, sex is a right. Ch- like it's not like you have to get through the the chore of sex to get to the coming. It all feels pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah. And sometimes not coming for a while, the longer you can live, that feels better as well. 
Yeah, but then the cum's even better. Yes, but it's exactly. not the only thing. Like, what's your top three things? Coming, coming on a warm day, coming on a cold day, <laughs> coming outside and coming in my belly button. I love I, watching fussy. If the season never ended, I wouldn't watch it. I want to see who wins the Champions League. That's the bit that I'm open yeah, to get to. Yeah, but I enjoy the fussy because the final's coming. If it was just pointless fussy, I wouldn't watch it. No, I don't watch international friendlies. They're having international friendlies every week. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, but, but she's mulled over, Dan. But fussy, but fussy isn't just the Champions League final. There's a build up to it. It's all good. You're right. The final and the build. up But if the final wasn't there, the build up would be shit. Right. No, I'm just talking about how much you are talking about coming. Like it's the be all and end all. Because it's the final. Have you ever had sex without coming? I mean, I mean, like you didn't come because you were whatever drunk, whatever. I mean, like you've just not come. No. Right. Try it. That's no. why they call him the finisher, <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> the finisher, Minaj. <laughs> Ricky with wings. Ricky the Ricky the Minaj finisher. Because I finish minges. Stunning work. Unusable. Playing the Philharmonic in Liverpool. One of the bigger venues in the Merseyside. One man show. It's unbelievable to me as well sometimes. He does need to do something though that she doesn't How know are she you broaching this conversation? You, she obviously doesn't even want to have the chat. Tie it up. We're all, tie her up. There you go. <laughs> Tim, no, but I mean like she might plastic. like that. Just try it. Ha- <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you got, you got got hey. <laughs> oh, Carl. What, what are you doing, Tom? You'll fucking like it. Carl. I can see the reasoning. I mean, in a safe environment where you know she's she's uh, consenting. You know, she doesn't know she likes being tied up and sexually attacked (laughs) until it's. You know? In a safe environment. Shove it in the panic room. Do it in there. She'll feel nice and safe. Wacky warehouse. Quite safe. Padded. Mm. Dangerous. I think you should have it like an intervention. Get a family round. Yeah. (laughs) Just get a mum to be like, little piece of paper, like all nervous, like, doesn't really want to say it, like. Becky, you're a right frigid bitch, <laughs> and coming's good, but it's not the only bit, and we love you, and we want you to enjoy sex, and you might love getting custard poured on you and fingered, get on me. And then her dad's like, look girl, no father wants to think about his daughter getting fucked, but if it's all in vain, it makes it so much worse, you need to learn to come, otherwise my pain is pointless. I don't want to think about you getting absolutely polaxed if you're not at least getting to spaff at the end of it. It's not fair on me. It's not fair on you. And it's not fair on Tom. <laughs> it's not fair on me. Right. And now this you're, isn't fair. And now your little sister. I'm only eight and I shouldn't be here. I should be at school. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Tom. Problem solved. <laughs> I never tied up the whole time. <laughs> no, Carl. Stop tying women up. Listen, hey. your mum's on her way. <laughs> Don't worry. No, tie it up like a Tom and Jet. Put it on, on a train track. Make sure she's safe, though. <laughs> a real train track or like one that. A, a like fake a scale electrics. A fake one. <laughs> there you go, Tom. There's your device. Become Dick Dastardly. Have a family intervention about sex on a scale electrics. <laughs> your brother's next. Fuck off. Mm, lab record. <coughs> That's it, isn't it? Yeah. Sure Tom, break. you're welcome. Get on me. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> Tie her up. <laughs> Tie her up and just fuck her. Don't she see a, might like it. Don't see a problem with that. 
I'm not a rapist. I'm inquisitive. <laughs> Hit the button. All right, Lids, we need to tell you about our sponsor, NordVPN. But if I'm being completely honest and sounding like a granddad, I don't know loads about VPNs. I do, though. VPNs are an absolute belter. And the fact you watch as much porn as you do and have never used one of these is absolutely fucking mind-blowing. It is essentially premium cybersecurity. It hides everything you're doing. And with one click of a mouse, you can decide you're in any country in the world. So, you know, like Netflix is in America is a lot bigger than in the UK. Right. You can go, I'm in New York, lad, and it'll give you American Netflix. If you want to watch a Premier League game at 3 o'clock in the afternoon that isn't available in the UK, you can go, do you know what? I'm in Saudi Arabia, lad, and I'm watching a bit of fucking Liverpool against Tottenham Hotspur. Can I be in Burundi on a Monday? You can be in Burundi on a Monday. Can I be in Dubai on a Friday? <laughs> You're in Dubai on a Friday. You oh, my be- God. There's 59 different countries on uh, NordVPN. I think for me, because I've, I've used this company for a couple of years, so it's a big benefit that they're now sponsoring us and I can sell them. They're the best VPN company in the world. The cybersecurity is next level. And we've now got a promo code that gets you 73% off up to that and a bonus gift if you sign up using our code. <laughs> That's a lot. Go to nordvpn.com slash have a word and use the custom code have a word. And on top of that, 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you get it and you think it's shite, they'll give you your dough back. Risk-free. Absolute belter, and an honour to have them on board as a sponsor, Megan. I've had an idea for a film. Go. You know Bigfoot? Yeah. Big Finger, and it's Finn. Finn. That's Finn. it, it's the whole film. No, is that because he's so done any acting or because no, he's... he's... just in like the woods in Wales and people are like, have you heard about Big Finger? And he comes out. But for the film, we make his finger bigger. Right. <laughs> what, you actually... Because he's got a big finger anyway, that's why he got the part, but you yeah. want to get a... Yeah. And couldn't you just get any actor and make the finger bigger? Yeah, but then that's not true to form. <laughs> Good. Yeah, Scott Bennett, yeah. Hey, Scott Bennett! <laughs> oh, I nearly Hello. pressed the wrong button then. I nearly, as we're, Scott Bennett's here, gave mama you, like mama that. like that, mama, mama like that. that. Enjoying the big finger chat. Uh, Finn's got a big finger. He uses it for pleasure in women and got- some small animals. <laughs> he doesn't, he does it. He uses it for twatting the typewriter. Well... Typewriter. Typewriter. Fucking hell, granddad, damn. <laughs> you know what you're thinking the, of? That, the electronic typewriter. <laughs> Angela Lansbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she wrote? <laughs> Angela <laughs> Dansbury. <laughs> Angela Dansbury. Some of this wordplay is starting to do my fucking tits in. Um, How are you, Scott? I'm good, thank you. Recent okay. live at the Apollo Star. Of course. Well, yeah, yeah. Night late. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, for those who don't know, Scott was on, is it episode three of this year's series? Uh, yeah, uh, no, yes, yes, three. three. Episode three, and you yeah. were supposed to go out on a, on a Wednesday night, as all other episodes too, but then Stockport against Bolton Wanderers <laughs> went to extra time <laughs> in the FA Cup. A Lancashire team, couldn't be more perfect. <laughs> Trample on my dreams. <laughs> Best thing was, my dad rang afterwards and went, you were brilliant. Winding <laughs> me up. Honestly, I didn't tell anyone though that it hadn't gone out, so I texted people to test them. I said, Did you see it? And That's a lot a of people move, went, Yeah, you were brilliant. Ah, you did. You yeah, did it. I did a couple of my mates, yeah. Oh, right. Went, That's what so bit was funny. Good. Start was good. Yeah, that penalty you took at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got a lot of fucking brilliant. Got a lot of pace on the wing yeah. for That's... a 42 year old dad. You know, <laughs> but yeah, it was but you, how long have you been doing stand up? 
10 years. And the goal for any stand-up in Amazing. the UK is to do Live at the Apollo yeah. at some point, isn't it? Yeah. And you finally got it. Yeah, all that sacrifice, driving up and down the motorway, pushing my marriage to the limit. <laughs> Get all the kids sat round on beanbags, all the snacks out. This is daddy's big moment. <laughs> Didn't happen. <laughs> it's amazing. What, what round of the FA Cup as well? Like second, second round. I think yeah. it was. Do you know what it's like? Do you know when one of the big ones? Do you know, do you know in Friends when Joey brings his grandma around to show? Oh yeah, to show he's yeah. in the show and they've cut his scene. He's got all his kids lying around. It's like, yeah. So Daddy plays centre back now. That's him. No, no, no. Don't, no, don't zoom in. <laughs> they're really, they're really confused. The yeah, we don't do stand innovations. We do pitch invasions now. It's a new thing. Yeah, new yeah. thing. Yeah. It's COVID in it we do outdoor gigs oh. how was it it was a real weird for me because you're two of my best mates in comedy yeah and you were the wednesday in comedy always stings at the end of that sentence doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> you've got a particular feel do you know what i mean i mean obviously if i was in a crisis i'd never reach i'd scroll past your numbers <laughs> all right let me put it another way i really like both of you but but one was a nighttime invite to my wedding and one didn't turn up <laughs> <laughs> Do you call we me would... one of your best mates in work? Because that'd be that'd be. Scathing. Oh, it's a oh, Jesus! I, listen, I feel like I'm being pinned down for. If like, you got married now, relationship status, would I would I be a groomsman? Uh, honestly, hundred percent. Cool. You are not allowed to do a speech at any of my future weddings. Why? Adam's doing the best man speech. <laughs> Why not? Your bees oh. can't fly. You <laughs> should be trying to sell merch after it. I'm not having it. I wouldn't sell merch. I'd just express a few of my ideas, <laughs> which is probably worse. You are two of my mates. <laughs> right. Is that past the test, everyone? I think we'd and, be on a peripheral table and you fire escape. Yeah, listen, you were there. But it was in Nottingham, you couldn't not turn up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They did make it very easy. It was for a twelve me. minute drive from your house. Yeah, I yeah. can't make it, Dan. It's even, a nightmare. Even then I think we came for last orders. The Brian yeah. <laughs> The Brian Cloughway was murder. Yeah, yeah. Um uh no, the you were Tuesday night. You recorded it on Tuesday yeah. night. And then he recorded it on Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah. It was a, a a weirdly nice feeling to be like two of my best mates are like leveling up. I think I was in a car park of a TK Maxx as I considered it. Like, good, good for them, good for them, <laughs> yeah. good for them. Nice to get. I'll go and get a Ben Sherman jumper. Um, how was the day? Did you take your missus down? Je are we allowed to say you said Gemma? Gemma yeah, 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 yeah. I took, I took Gemma down, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I just did that thing with you know because Barry's like Barry is Barry's another of our really yeah, close yeah. mates, and Barry's like never say that I've ever had a friend or family ever. <laughs> never even consider that I've known or been related to humans. <laughs> Like he's faking his own death. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you go to Didn't you go to school, Barry? Can you cut that out? Ah, because people will get the fucking school book out. It'd be the worst who do you think you are, would Barry? Wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just to like, make him cut. Just up. nothing on the family tree. Just Barry, Dad. Don't even mention him. Get rid of him. He just appeared. Barry Dodds was born to unknown parents yeah. at an unknown time in an unknown hospital in an unknown yeah. town. Yeah, and that's how he likes it. <laughs> But um, you did the shoot, so you took Gemma down. Yeah, yeah, I did. She because I think like it's quite nice, and it like a treat is like a a moment when like all these years you've sort of been working on something, and then you go, something's happened, and then share it with her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you then, can't be like to be honest, love. I'm taking Dan. Do you want to do? Ch <laughs> yeah, he's just going to be at TK I Maxx mean, otherwise. So you are a relationship mate, Gemma. I'm sorry, <laughs> so you're in a particular yeah, yeah, category. But it was dead good, and she. You're one of my best women in this manage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Top three. Well, she she enjoyed it. I think it's. I think you can enjoy it when you're not doing it. 
So she sort of like went to the bar, sort of had like a proper night. It was like watching someone on a spa day that you've paid for that you can't enjoy. Right. Because I, like, oh I was shitting myself. The train, see. a theatre. Yeah, yeah, it was like, it was wonderful. Do, I would have loved to see if, did you get nervous? Because you, I've seen you get wound up by doing like a fucking, just a standard 20 minutes in. Like theatre cleared, you were like, damn, I've got to, <laughs> what's this gig like? I'm like, there's fucking 12 people here, I mate. Know. We're in mould. <laughs> I know. Well, the thing is as well, like, uh, you try and keep a lid on it, but then, like, as soon as you probably found it, as soon as that fucking sign goes up and you come out through the smoke, you just go, oh, shit. Do you know what I mean? It's impossible not to get sucked into the occasion. Oh, yeah. But you I, did say about that. When the thing, does it lift? It yeah. It lifts. It's like it's a big a, garage door. Yeah. But, but You're the, unveiled like a fucking. A, a child that's been trafficked. <laughs> just in some cunt's garage in fucking. <clears throat> yeah. Town. I don't think that's how traffic children are revealed. <laughs> hey, we've got some human trafficking done, and here she is from Hungary. Come out. No, but like if the if the police were looking for you, and they were like, I think she's in that garage, and they were like, Hey, mate, open that garage, and he went, and he went, then that's how they would be revealed. Come out to the sound of Iggy Pop. <laughs> traffic children are smoke. kept in garages. Yeah. It's a well-known fact. But they don't have smoke when they come out. Thanks very much. It's my dream to get out of this garage. If I was a kid and I'd been trafficked, I'd have a ciggy. Yeah, good point. What I said was stupid. <laughs> Adam wins again on Adam Hill, and he will die on that hill, as we know. <laughs> was that your song? Were you Wiggy Pop? No, I was Doves Pounding. <laughs> Why did you pick that? Oh, I picked a load, but they couldn't get a load yeah, from same compliance. With, same with Adam. Yeah, so I, I picked a few, and then in the end, I ended up it with the one that I should have picked from the start, which is Jamie Webster's This Place, which is a song about Liverpool by a scouser. What were your other options, NWA? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hit them up. <laughs> Hit them up by Tupac. What, like so an I Egyptian? Fuck your bitch, you fat motherfucker, <laughs> West Side. Oh, Make money. Oh, I wanted that, but they said, oh, uh, Chris McCausland's got that. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to place your hands by Reef. They said no. Right. I wanted the Teletubbies theme tune. They said, we can't get that cleared. <laughs> can't, can't get it cleared? No. On the BBC? I asked them, could I sing? And they said, no. <laughs> Start spreading the news. <laughs> I'm singing my own intro. <laughs> what did? What were your other options? Well, the other options was, I was going to go Kasabian, but then there was all that shit in the news about him. So I, thought so I went Michael Jackson so instead. <laughs> Thriller! I went, I went, is, there a, is there a Kasabian nonce? No, no, no. He battered his wife just, five years ago. Uh, you know, knocking his missus about once. So it's just, I thought I'm going to step back from that He's one. not in Kasabian anymore, is he? He's not in Kasabian anymore. It's Kasabian, well, Tom. Mm. No, so that, but then there was others. So you picked Pounding instead. Interesting choice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, I can't. I think I, think I was going to go. I was going to go Ebenezer Good, right? By the shame. <laughs> That was that, but then I had a moment where that was like, that's ridiculous. That Mate, just that'd be the intro that I picked, and everyone'd be like, yeah, that's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, it doesn't make any sense to, for me. From I mean, the only thing is, I remember it first time round, but I was about thirteen. You know, so it didn't, mean, didn't make any sense. But yeah, you just thought it was about a, a nice bloke called Ebenezer. It <laughs> was very good. He's a good. He's yeah, a good. Yeah, yeah. He's Ebenezer. Yeah, good. Yeah, I love that for my life. They smuggled that through. So there's a few choices really, but I think I did get my first choice. But I did remember, like, I had, I was quite hot before I went on. I don't know if you know. They give, they put like a thing around my neck with two little fans on, like a personalized cooling system. What? And like, I was walking around with these fans going, and I looked in the mirror, and I had like a makeup lady dabbing me, and I thought, "You fucking." So they changed. never had the fans for me. <laughs> Do you know I me? Mean? Get me my fans. Do you know they never mean? had the fans for me. They got me one of the traffic children and hung them, and they just blew on me. <laughs> Adam, I miss my family. So you had the platinum package, didn't you? <laughs> 
<laughs> or do you have gold? Can I ask you a question? Even though I'm from Hungary, I think NWA was a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's questionable. <laughs> I uh, I didn't really take in the the pre thing because no. I was watching Liverpool play AC Milan. You're very good like that. You can just sit and do that and then go and do a gig. Yeah, because in my head I was like, if I ever get to do like panel shows and stuff, which you know, there's a couple I'd like to do, and there's a couple I'm not really that asked about. Yeah. I think with them I'd be a lot more. Oh, I need to get this right. And, but like, I was just this is a bit arrogant, but I was like, it's just another gig. It's a big one. Yeah. But I've just got to approach it like, and if Liverpool were playing AC Milan and I was doing that water, I'd be sat backstage watching Liverpool play AC Milan. So I was like, I'm watching a match. Yeah. I, re- I I think we mentioned this on a Patreon episode. I really made Brett Vincent laugh by, who's another agent, by, I wasn't trying to, but Liverpool, you know the clock they have at the side of the stage to let yeah. you know how long the act on has done. So uh, Esther Manito was opening the show and it come up... Uh, we got to 19 minutes and it come up with, I think, five or six minutes at a time. And I just looked to the side to see how long Esther had left. And Brett Vincent just burst out laughing. He's like, what the fuck was that? I went, seeing how long the match has got left. And see whether I'm going to get to the end. He was like, you're doing live at the Apollo. And all you care about is whether you're going to get to see Liverpool see out this 3-2 win <laughs> against AC Milan in a group stage game. I'd have loved it if you'd have walked on with your phone. Just, just the still watching it. Well, I got a heckle. I was on stage and I mentioned footy for some reason and someone went, we won, by the way, lad. Three, two. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, I, I think you have got to keep your mindset of what you would do at a normal gig, aren't you? And mine is panic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any gig. Panicking Skywalker. That's what I do. Just sit back there freaking out. And then I thought, well, this is normal. This is how I do it. It should, but, Yeah, it, yeah. It'd be weirder if all of a sudden you were calm and collected and yeah. whatever gets you there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. As we've said on this, like... You'll remember Andy Watson just about, but Andy wants Andy Andy Watson did vocal warm ups, and that's the only time I've ever been like your pre gig rituals need to stop near me because it like a little ginger Lancastrian going me me do re me do re me la 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 la. You're like fuck off. You're doing an open spot ten minute Thursday at the Frog. Fuck off. Just shouting and doing lunges near the fire exit. He, he Everyone did. else's process. Just do you. That's he fine. was looking. You know the when Hot Wars used to be at the Crown Pub. Yeah. And at the top of the stairs there was a mirror, and the audience could see him, but he was in the mirror. Like doing his act outs and stuff in the mirror, like getting ready, like looking at himself in the mirror, pulling like a fake gun out and stuff. And the whole audience, like, Paul was on comparing. No one was looking at Paul Smith. They were all like, who the fuck is this mental cunt over here? And then Paul went, Andy Watson. And he walked through a door that didn't need to be there to come out from behind the curtain that obviously didn't need to be there either. And they were like, oh, it's him. And the whole crowd, like, I can't wait for him to do his gum bit. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking shot you. (laughs) me Faso Latino. Uh, yeah, I just that, that pre. I don't ever want to turn into one of those comics though that just looks like they're about to fall asleep in the dressing room, can't be arsed, doesn't want to be there, and just lumbers onto the stage. Like I'm quite yeah. relaxed, but I I never want to lose. I don't want to be like oh shit. But I a little bit of spark just before you go on, the little bit of fun and excitement because we've said this loads. The green room is a fucking great little place when there's yeah. some good eggs in it. Well, I touched on this before, and you said you actually wanted to come back to it. I've got an idea for me tour next year, which I've sort of stolen from Dave Chappelle. So, something I've struggled with. You've toured a little bit, haven't you? You've, yeah. You're in the middle of it now? Yeah, yeah. So, do you have an opening act, or do you do it on your own? Yeah, I have an opening act, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, on my last tour, because the tour was quite small and the venues were quite small, couldn't really afford one without, like, 
some of the venues being like, it was pointless me going, like making like less than I would on a club gig. I still turned up though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the solitude backstage, just being on your own in a dead silent room, waiting to be told, oh, you can go on. I think that's so counterproductive to being good on stage, especially with me. I like being sort of happy to be there and whatever. And you sort of have to go from literal silence and scrolling backstage to, hey! So I'm going to get some, um, like, lights and stuff just to make the green room look a bit fun. And I've, like, a, I'm taking a speaker with me, a bit of music on, getting me all pumped up in the green room. What lights? What? Strobe lights? <laughs> right, strobe lights. So right. you're having an after party before the gig. I'm having a before party, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Big bag Five of Five minutes to go. Bom, 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 bom. Yeah, yeah okay. but I think I'll go on in a much better... Do you know, I've never thought about that. In that dressing room where everyone's shooting the shit and everyone's on good... Fo- like, as we all know, a bell end in the dressing room can ruin it completely. Yeah. Or two people that don't like each other, as much as it's like weirdly... Oh, that, that's, that, the, that's like a kid who's in a parents who are in the middle of a messy divorce. Yeah. And he's sort of sat there on the weekend <laughs> oh. going, can we go now, Dad? You promised we'd go. Dad. And he's just going, and you've never, you've cut me out of his life. <laughs> like that. I just want to do a tight 20. Yeah, yeah just, that is awful. Sat there, but just, when the dressing room is bouncing, it's yeah. sometimes as fun as the gig. Yeah, yeah, and I need it to so be like that backstage. That. Oh, right, okay, yeah. So, so that's another thing for you. You're going to be in charge of the playlist. Well, you're going to be on his tour, aren't you? And so, manager. My mate Rummy's coming on every day to my tour. I've got Vittorio, Ishan, I've got Jamie Hutchinson doing a few. Maybe you should have two support acts and it just gets too busy, doesn't it? This is Maybe you should pay someone to be the, dr- I think, the dressing room guy. Do you know if I get to that 2,000-seater venue level, I think I will have two support acts. All right, well, give us a shot. Chappelle did. Um, yeah. Who would you book? <laughs> If you were you're on tour, you've decided you go for the rowy dressing room. <laughs> there's going to be lights, parties. There's going to be a spread, hummus, dips, yeah. leg of lamb, cocaine, <laughs> never to be combined. Big line of kids. Sit down for a row, coke, and then have oh, lovely. Rose me in time. Get on me. Uh, who would the who's the act you would most like in there with you? Not going on. You don't have to watch them do stand up. Who's the guy in the dressing room that's going to get you in the mood without them ever being on the stage? Who's the, the booking where you're like, mate, sounds weird. Can I give you a hundred quid to come and hang out in the dressing room? Robert White. Robert White. <laughs> yeah. Robert White, the gay, uh, on the spectrum, musical comedian. Yeah, he can play some songs. Yeah. Robert White, who I've had an email before I've gigged with him asking to not talk to him before a gig. <laughs> That's your dressing room. That's your dressing room. Dress. Please manager. do not look Robert in the eye. <laughs> he's beyond Britain Got Talent. And he's got you know a new... what I was doing there? I was trying to pick someone who I think it might not work with just for the sake of Oh, comedy. hang on. Yeah. Oh, let me just break that down. Clever. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I I, I think Thomas Green and Brennan Reese who are doing the majority of my tour supports, I think both of them is going to be great for it. Good laugh backstage. I'm go, there, lad. Yeah. I'll go Fern Brady. And not many people know this, but... Uh, Thomas Green can body pop so that's always fun to watch not many people know that not many people do know that the same amount of people know that as know that Michael Caine is a nosy neighbour not, <laughs> not a lot of people know that <laughs> well, they do since he was on TV who's your uh, who's your dressing room hype guy well I, I've been touring with Matt Bragg who's quite a new act but he's so cool it's he's sort sound of, as fuck it, as well and he's like super cool looks cool He's a complete antithesis for me. It's like it's like I'm the 
I feel I consider myself as uncool. So for for me, it's like having the libertines open for uh, books fizz or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like I've got I've got that sort of like he, he sort of he sort of like they go, oh god, this guy's sort of sharp looking, cheekbones and all this. <laughs> then I go out just sort of you know just come from a spin class, bit sweaty, <laughs> relatable, relatable. Stop then, relatable. It makes me think I could tour. That's the so kind he, of... he brings the edge in. Do you know what I mean? When they go, oh, he's with from this guy, so he must be quite cool. No, from the wrestling. <laughs> bring the edge <laughs> bring the edge well a lot of them have hype guys though don't they I'd American. love a hype man would you like a hype guy I would really 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 love a hype man maybe that's where Steve's hours can be topped up from or Finn's when we get a new studio and we make them full time just have Finn before like even the opener goes on Finn just has to go on and go coming on here tonight we got Adam Rowe we gotta hype this motherfucker up he is he is he is slowly getting out of debt <laughs> he, Slowly, <laughs> you're fucking minted. He, he is now opening his mail. Sometimes <laughs> he he has got a cleaner who comes on a bi-weekly basis. By which I mean every two weeks, not <laughs> twice, twice a week. Fun <laughs> <laughs> before. Why would we uh, get Finn as a hype man when he's not even allowed a microphone on the podcast? He hasn't got a microphone doing this either. He's got to shout. Oh, that in an arena. Are you feeling uncool? Have you always felt uncool? Well, I remember when I told you, I told you years ago that I did drugs, and you handled it like I was telling my grandparents I'd suck dick for money. You were like, <laughs> <laughs> you went, I'll do really? that really. Oh, well, well, uh, you know, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I didn't realize. I mean, it's you know, very modern. Like, do you not do drugs, Scott? I've not. I've dabbled in the past, but never not not now. Yeah. I Would mean, you try heroin? There's, no. <laughs> well, would you? No. No, no. I, I think I think that the actual follow-up <laughs> is, I think the reality of doing them now is then you've got, like, to build Duplo in the morning with a child. <laughs> and I think that's possibly the worst come down you'd ever have to go through. Oh, yeah. Is that, you know, you're up in the morning, you're taking him to dance, <laughs> still high as a kite, queuing up with a, in a leotard sort of yeah. twitching. Yeah, but if you're taking stuff. them to dance, if you have an ecky, that might be fucking sound, mightn't it? Bring them in. Yeah, straight us, in us, there. Us, yeah. us, when people us, judge 22-year-olds and 23-year-olds <laughs> for doing drugs, like, oh my God, they're, so, they're off the rails. You're like, good. Yeah. That's the time, That is it? the window to do it. When you're 46, free. it's probably not the best time yeah. to get into Mandy and go dancing. Yeah. I mean, I, I did the Reading and Leeds festivals this year and I've never felt as old sort of wandering about. I was like the dad with the car keys at a school disco. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> this just is sort of, still in the background, just sort of go, you know. <laughs> what, did you play them or did you actually what, looking go? looking for the swingers do? <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> I, I, I did the gig. Am I at the wrong party? <laughs> but I looked out and I just thought, this is ridiculous. Like they're all in sort of neon and sort of scantily clad and stuff and I'm wandering around in a burghouse. <laughs> Sensible. I thought you were going to say Baker then. <laughs> no, no, no. I went Leeds Festival and me Baker. Thought it was the dumb thing. I'm sorry, I'll tell you what, but about Scott Bennett, you know, he's culturally insensitive, but he's never sunburnt. Oh. Give him that. Uh, but I was walking around sort of thinking, like, you know, when it sort of jars with the sort of situation. But yeah, but this is a cool job we do. That's the thing. I think that's the one thing I've got going. The one saving grace. Yeah, that this is a cool job. You guys want to go to Leeds though, don't you? Uh, I found you... out this morning the Arctic Monkeys are playing, so I'm going. I don't care yeah. how I go. But well, going. you're going to try and get Adam on. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the way, isn't it? Yeah. Carl told me this morning that I had to text my agent <laughs> and try and get booked for Leeds Festival so that he could have the spare ticket. The lineup's literally been announced today, hasn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. 
the, ho- the hustle needs to yeah. begin now. Straight away. You've yeah. got to start with the slow burn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. going. But you're 29, you lot. You'll be 30 then. You're still within the margin of error. We're over 40. What's the one, what's the festival that is in Lincolnshire? Is it Secret Garden or the Lost? Lost Village. The Lost Village. Yeah. Oh my God. You just, it's basically like you're wandering around and they're all so scantily clad and they're all 18, 19. There's no one over the 22. uh, 22. And it really looks like you've just you you work for St John's Ambulance and you've forgotten your uniform. <laughs> there is an, a, an age with festivals where it becomes really bad for you to be there, but then I think it comes back around again. So I think maybe from like thirty eight to seventy you can't go. But if you're seventy at like Leeds Festival, everyone will be like, "Oh, look at this fucking half holiday, fingering everyone." Yeah. Oh, like the second <laughs> the second wind, like you're almost legendary because you've got yeah. You got yeah. ra- it's like those over seventies that are at a festival dancing. It's a very patronising. Like, oh my god! Everyone's no because it's on social media. And you're like, look, <laughs> granddad's dancing. <laughs> That's fine if there's one of them and it's ironic. As soon as you've got a whole fucking busload of eight year olds, like oh, in a mosh pit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on my on my count, go for it. One, two, three. Fuck off, Maureen. <laughs> yeah, I um, I don't want to. I'll go maybe if I'm like the really old cunt. But I'm definitely not in the do festival you care, do you window. Do care what they think about you? Yeah, is that what you care about? Uh, I'm quite sensitive to outside, like, the atmosphere of a place. If I catch a few looks like, what the fuck? It would ruin my day. Like, really? it, I, Yeah, I don't like going... Yeah, I don't like drinking. Yeah, but then they instantly forget about you and you can still have a good time. You're not ruining their day. Why should they ruin yours? Honestly, a festival surrounded by 18, 19-year-olds... Does very very little for me. Do you ever watch Andrew Saturday Night Takeaway? What? It does. It makes sense. Go on. So you know when they do like undercover Ant and Dech, where yeah. they like do the makeup and they make them look dead old. They could do that for you and make you look seventeen, and then you wouldn't feel self conscious. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So I'm a paedophile, but well hidden. <laughs> Great. Why are you a paedophile? That's great. Because is that not what a paedophile would do? Dress as a 17-year-old and go to a festival. You think watching too much Scooby-Doo, you? <laughs> what paedophiles do you Yes, finally! We've unmasked the festival pedo! And That's I would have got away episode. with it. If I didn't fancy those kids. Yeah. That's a rough episode, Scooby-Doo. Duh. Loads of kids getting shagged. We need to find out right, who's right. doing this. You're right, it is a rough episode, isn't it, Carl? We've got Scooby-Doo after that. <laughs> Late night Scooby. <laughs> you know, like Hollyoaks at midnight because the oh, car yeah. put it on at four in the afternoon. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Scooby-Doo version. PM, where he actually got away with it. <laughs> Loads of people died. We should have got him before he got away with it. Fuck, grim. Mm. Scott's face like, is this what you do? (laughs) (laughs) My kids love Scooby-Doo as well. I feel like it's slightly tainted, that idea now. But they always sort of go on, they quite like the bit at the end where they reveal the mask and shit, you know, they're like, you know, let's see who you really are. And I think that's a really bad message, isn't it? Because it is like, never trust anyone. Do you know what I mean? They can't build relationships because, like, at some minute that mask's coming off. Do you know what I mean? Don't bond with the teacher. She's not who she says she is. That'd be a pretty intense Scooby Doo, though, wouldn't it? Like, who was it? Oh shit! It's the primary school teacher. Yeah, it's, That's who is killing everyone people. you trust. Is who it is. It's mum. Your parents out who they say you are. Yeah. On Scooby Doo, it's always the soundest one, isn't it? You can spot it within the first five minutes. Whoever's yeah. being the nicest, they're the one who's killing everyone. It's the person. Well, they don't kill the people, do they? It's the person who owns the house. Doesn't want to sell it, or the estate agent. Yeah, pretending to be a monster and haunting someone. Yeah, yeah. 
You should know that instantly. If there's actually week. no crimes committed, then Scooby Doo is they just like jump Scooby-Doo. out of people. Hey! <laughs> oh, I've got to get to the bottom of this. Do you want to see proper crime on Scooby Doo? <laughs> Do you? A band sort of stockpiling bodies in a basement. I want them to go after the real criminals. I want them to go after like tax evasion, unpaid parking tickets. Real criminals? <laughs> <laughs> Tax evasion! <laughs> Murderers. Fucking hell, it was Adam Rowe! <laughs> what tax evader wears a mask? A whole Jim episode of just going through someone's receipts. <laughs> Says a dressing gown. Doesn't mate. add up! Yeah. Dressing gown, John Lewis, yeah. come on. HBO Scooby Doo. <laughs> it would be good if they were actual naughty people, though. Yeah. He caught, like, the murderer. Yeah, he's already killed a, six people. That's yeah, definitely a kid's cartoon, isn't it? But I like where we're going with it. Let's make kids' cartoons naughty. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carl. <laughs> Carl does this occasionally. He goes, oh, I've got a good idea. No idea how you're going to finish it. Like, Just fucking was that in there. What about Dexter's lab? But it's based in Wuhan and they release a deadly pathogen and causes a global pandemic. Right. Dexter's bad. That could be contentious, yeah. Why? Uh, didn't happen, did they? Right. So, so, not based in realism, so. Adam's the writer, says that. So... So it's based in Wuhan and it's about the coronavirus that started in Wuhan. But you're I, like, I didn't say coronavirus, I said the deadly pathogen and called oh, it something else. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The Budweiser virus. But you'd want it to be in Wuhan. Yeah. Cool. Because they didn't do it, did they? Tr- like, they said they didn't do it. So Trump, Trump supporters it, will love it. Yeah. Well, no, they said they didn't do it. What are they going to sue me on? Oh, they, this, this uh, thing he's written is absolutely no basis in reality. Are you going to go and sue the writers of Back to the Future as well? No, I'm, either. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Well, yeah. I'm there. Oh yeah, it's totally made up and it's never happening. Well, would you? <laughs> Who are you suing? Uh, do you do you not think they're getting <laughs> fucking? Even at, Scott, even I lost the tra- the trail of that one. <laughs> that all made sense. <laughs> See, my my kids don't really watch normal telly anymore. They sort of like just scroll aimlessly through unboxing videos and shit. And when, like, you know, we're all, you're making a lot of content and stuff, but then you look at, like, these unboxing videos and they're getting, like, 45 million views of a kid in America opening a My Little Pony. Have you, you watched them, though? Because they are quite... I've watched people open trainees and it's fucking addictive. Really? I watch tech unboxings a lot. Well, maybe well, that shows I've fucked that then, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Again, it's it's, it's definitely it's, an age different thing. I, can't, I have no interest in watching anyone open anything. If I was sat here right now with a Kinder Egg, you wouldn't be able to take your eyes off it. Well, I'd, just... be, I'd be mesmerised <laughs> Do you know what I think I might be able to Glimpse sideways once or twice God open it Are they into it The YouTube The YouTube thing's dangerous though Because when When Etta's got YouTube The most annoyed she ever is Is when you're like That's enough YouTube now yeah. It's literally try, like, like taking this fucking Heroin needle away from someone It's uh, it, the whatever it does, whatever gets in their head, like however, like, it's so interactive the way they can just yeah, yeah. scroll through it. Yeah. Like I was saying on holiday uh, earlier in the year, they didn't understand that we were watching Freeview. They were like, "This is boring." Next, yeah, like, no, it's just TV. You can't <laughs> nip out, and they're like, uh, I, I, "What's I, this shite?" I had to explain to mine that you can't fast forward adverts in real time the other day. <laughs> just said, so she said, "Can you spin on?" No, because this is now. <laughs> You're asking me to be a time lord, mate. Like, do you know what I mean? This is we have to sit through this shit. This is life. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, and it's just they won't sit through. We used to enjoy the advert. But then, but then they're watching programs like Postman Pat, who's flying around in helicopters and shit. What? 
Postman Pat's been given an helicopter. Has he? Has yeah. Adam started writing for Postman Pat? <laughs> no, if, if you watch it now... Oh, it's the most amazing it's, level up ever. But this is, but the most annoying thing is, they're, they they're like if you're a kid, like a letter down the back of a chair or like back of his van or a flood, that's like high octane. But now they go, no, that's not enough for kids. Hang he's got to be in an helicopter winching a dairy cow He's not just got a helicopter. <laughs> he's got a speedboat. Yeah. He's got abseiling it's equipment. insane. Watch an episode of Postman Pat. It's like Postman Pat and someone's trying to hide money. It, but like he, it's it's tax evasion, Postman Pat. It used to be one bloke in what you assume is the Lake District yeah. with a cat and a van. Yeah. Now he's got uh, he's got the helicopter. He's got a speedboat. Quad it's, bike. He's got a quad bike. The new vehicles this, come every week. It sounds fucking incredible. I want to watch it. They're doing well. But this is why they've got no attention span, because he's wandering around like he's the fucking rock. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's why they just great. can't focus, because it's like... Is it still called Postman Pat? Yeah, special delivery service. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Jason Statham movie, huh? <laughs> special delivery service. Yes, yeah, it is. But that's like... I, I don't, You've got to question where that fucking money's coming from, though, isn't it? Yeah. Where's the helicopter coming You've got a Lake District post office, and you've got a fucking helicopter... Yeah, it's Pablo Escobar. <laughs> that's where it's going. Fucking... Sounds like Patlo a Escobar. Pablo Escobar delivering little... Drug deals. Hot low esca post. Well, yeah. I proved it there. <laughs> Dan's um, never been a fan of wordplay, have you, Dan? I know that um, about you. Um, it's, it's words. Isn't it? <laughs> Different words. Puns. <laughs> you hate puns. So, uh, some puns. Sounds. <laughs> some sounds. What even just. You're not giving me Pat Loesca post. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> not giving him that one. It's good, but when, he, but when he's in a mental mood, he's like he's like just waiting to see one. <laughs> Patlo, extra bar, ah, fuck. <laughs> gay pop. That was you from before. That was good. That one. <laughs> gay pop. Where's K pop coming with your kids? You've got like ten, five year old, don't you? Not into it. What's Eldis, going on? Eldest is into manga now. Oh, she's fucking cool. Yeah, but then I'm like, she was like, "Can you buy me some?" And then I was like, "I." I I was I was looking at it and was like no because someone's getting their head lopped off. <laughs> I mean, loads of it's really violent, isn't it? Oh so my so- god, you're talking about manga, as in like the yeah. What do I you thought think? in your accent you just said mango, so I thought you'd said my one's into mango. Now she's asked me could I get her some, and I was like no because someone's getting getting chopped off. <laughs> I thought <laughs> like <laughs> not like avocados like they're they're really bad for the farmers and that. I thought like there was a big. Mango conspiracy theory where they were beheading people. How violent is your local Sainsbury's? <laughs> people going in there going, can I have a mango? That's the way they tell the story of Liverpool, though. Don't go in my fucking local spa and ask for a mango. Get decapitated. <laughs> was that the first giveaway that it was weird? Like, what's, what's your kid into? Mango. Mango. Yeah, it's what she's asked for Christmas. She's a normal kid. She wants just an exotic fruit. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, mango, it's yeah. It's a good, middle good class for you. apple and orange. Just a mango in the sock. There's <laughs> a great big mango in there. I thought... Mango. It all made sense. Yeah. Manga. Yeah, but she's into that. And we're going to Comic-Con. Oh, sick. To Comic-Con. Sick. I've never been before. She wants me to dress up. Dress up? I don't know. I don't even know what to do. Do you like... Do you, from your childhood, do you like any comic book characters? Not, well, yeah, I spoke Batman. Think I'll go with Batman? About simple, but you're just you gonna that. look like just fuck. You're just I mean, gonna I mean, look like compliment. I'm gonna look like Holy Fools and Arse. You've got a good face shape for Batman, you know. Yeah, you are. The bottom of your face is Batmanish. Yeah, 
Got a really good chiseled jawline there. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah. you're over 40 and you'll be wearing a Batman suit and you'll look like Fathers for Justice. So that'd be good. <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God, good for him. He actually got his kids back. <laughs> well done. And he's took him to Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't worry. Dad. When the police turn up, yeah, okay, I've broken the restraining order, but you're my kids as well. You've got so to dress up. Yeah, I know I have to dress up. But yeah. then it's like I've almost done it on the fly, innit? If it was like Fathers for Justice, custody, we're in the suit, Comic Con, let's go. <laughs> Where is Comic Con? Is it not? It's in an arena. It's all over in the Nottingham. world. Yeah, I've never no travelled the world. Yeah, it's all over the world. Yeah, I just did. I on. Yeah, I've just never. You're, you're the same. We're not. I've never been into it that much. No, I it, would go, and I would fully. Oh, that could be a Patreon special. The lids go to Comic Con. Oh my, we wouldn't belong. There, Genuinely, we, we say some things for Patreon specials that I don't believe in, and I think are dead silly. <laughs> this is fucking gold. Yeah, who are you going as? The penguin. I just wanna be like you, Batman. Who's that? Stacy from East End. She always says that. It's my go-to. So she leaves the room. Why she got sacked off East End? Because she kept saying that, even though it wasn't. She the kept script. doing. She kept doing a Batman impression. It was uh, you guys. Uh, I love Batman. Batman's my. You can't go as one of the main ones. Yeah. That's boring, isn't it? Uh, Catwoman. Okay, I'll give you that. I've got to go as one that doesn't look sinister. Doctor Robotnik from Sonic. Yeah. Oh, is that the one that Jim Carrey's just played in the Sonic yeah. film? Yeah. I thought that was Rob Delaney when I saw the poster. I was like, <laughs> fucking hell, he's doing well. No, it's Jim Carrey. I've got to go as one of the cool sort of Marvel-y, Iron Man sort of era. Thor. Go as Thor. But it, yeah. yeah you go. Got Hold back. Hold back. <laughs> Cancel that your is, that when, is... you, when you order Thor off Wish. <laughs> He just comes and puts up shelves and leaves. Um, I just can't go as one of the, like the cutesy Disney. You know, you don't do that as a. Oh, Ant Man. Ant Man. Paul Rudd's great. I love He's Paul the shittest. That's the one of the shittest ones. No, oh, he, he climbs up Thanos's ass and then expends himself and kills him. De I like Deadpool. If we're gonna, if we're gonna go, I thought Deadpool was good. Is okay. that a bit? Is that a bit Comic Con hack though? Plus, but I've got psoriasis, so it's like. Okay. I'm halfway there. The right. thing with going as Deadpool is it double, doubles up as a gimp suit for yeah. Bond. other parties. Cool. So that's the add-on to the patron, <laughs> patron special after dark. <laughs> is, there not, is there not like a group? My Scooby-Doo bumming. What? Is there not like a group of five? Do they, is that like another Avengers? The Jackson Five? We'll go as I the Jackson Five. Comic. <laughs> I love that comic. Back to Comic-Con. <laughs> Chinese accent. I love, I love that coming in in a sequence dancing across the <laughs> arena. No one would question it. Tito. Do you like dressing up though? I find it is a bit forced jollity when everyone says fancy dress. I once went to a fancy dress party and the person whose fancy dress it was, party was, didn't dress up. Because they wanted to be different. Yeah, so they just sat there in normal I, clothes and everyone's. That's an absolute <laughs> cunt move, isn't yeah. it? Move. Fancy dress and you do have to wear it. Ah, fuck you. Yeah. I. Uh, I quite like fancy dress or the idea of it and then once you're in it you're just like oh this is just annoying do you know what I mean what was the last fancy dress you did um a pimp I was a pimp I was <laughs> Top Gun <laughs> it was the whole film <laughs> I was going to say which character Tom Cruise from Top Gun it was Tom Cruise yeah I learned some my suit uh, I was the pimp and what else did I do that's it isn't it you went pub. There was one more, but I can't remember what it was. You went pub, pub golf. When is a golfer, I suppose. But the the pimp 
the the pimp one was fine. The top gun one was annoying because you're in a boiler suit, and every time you need to have a wee, you have to take. You basically have to get undressed. Yeah, and you're in a one onesie, aren't you? Basically? Yeah, it's yeah. just annoying. Over I'd rather just be in my normal clothes. He's a fucking shit house. Him, I've told I you. I went about in before. the set. You wallowed my Tom Cruise outfit. Do you know about? I bought it because you weren't wearing it because you went to Danny Zuko and just wore the clothes you wore the week before. Because no, I'd worn that the night before. There's pictures of us on my in it. You have come. Bollocks. Right. There's pictures of me in it when he's a pimp. Was this a party or something? It was a pimp. just me and Carl and his. Playing FIFA on Halloween. <laughs> right, I'm going to fix this buzzing on this line. Uh, we will be back shortly. Adam, get off your phone. We're going to do a Manscaped ad. I'm reading what they want us to say. All right, we'll crack on. Hello, ho, 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 gentlemen. The holiday season is upon us. And this week's episode, like many others, is brought to you by our partners at Manscaped. Com. They've just released a body wash and a shampoo that goes on top of the Performance Package 4.0, including the lawnmower. This is the best in below-the-belt grooming for men worldwide. And with this podcast, you get a bit of discount and free shipping worldwide with the promo code WORD20. They do. <laughs> they do. Dan's a great help with that bit. You shave your balls, your missus will smoke at a pipe with the face a little bit more often. And she could use it to trim the pum-pum. She can. And there's the weed whacker. You can shove that up your nose. You won't have hairy nose or earstrals anymore. And her arse. And her arsehole. Shave her <laughs> arsehole. Shave everything you can possibly find hair on in your house. Shave the cat. You can do whatever you want with the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. And you'll get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the promo code WEIRD20. In all seriousness, these products are the absolute dogs shaving bollocks. And they make a perfect Christmas present. So go and get yourself some stuff right now and enjoy the rest of the episode. Peace. You all right? Um, just quickly, I'm doing a gig in New Brighton. On April the sixteenth, for Brett Vincent, who we mentioned, yeah, he said there's only a few tickets gone, and I, uh, I'm recording it, and I, I want it to be good. So it's called the Joke Shop in the Anti Super Supermarket. If you're, I've already done this gig, and it's fun as fuck. There was only about eighty when I did it, but even with that, it was amazing. And if they end up getting 100, 200 people in that room. It'll be a phenomenal gig. And if you're doing it, yeah. What, when when so is it? So Thursday, the 16th of December. And it's a good bill. And it's in New Brighton, isn't it? Yeah. Which is, is New Brighton like, it's on the Wirral, but it's Scouse, isn't it? No, no. it's not Scouse. Do you think it's, they are? Right. But it's sort of like... It's pe- probably the Scousest pe- bit of the Wirral. Yeah. All right. But it, they're still Wolves. But people who live there work in Liverpool, don't they? Some. Yeah, probably. But people who live in Birkenhead work in Liverpool. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. It's one of the surrounding areas. So if I'm like, our lids are in Liverpool. About, oh, oh yeah. absolutely, yeah. Take the fucking trek to the yeah, seaside. Easy. It's only is that short. where you go on your scouts holidays sometimes, the seaside? <laughs> yeah, for three weeks, yeah. <laughs> go traveling. I go traveling around New Brighton. Go traveling around Did you New take Brighton. a gap year around the world? There's a Machu Picchu in New Brighton. Is yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. No, Take's you're six. thinking of a McDonald's. McDonald's. Takes six weeks to get there. Yeah. You're thinking of McDonald's. Yeah, but it takes six weeks to get there. The drive through Machu Picchu. <laughs> We've got some questions, Scott. Um, just be. on the subject of gigs that we're doing, um, a lot of people have been asking me about some extra tour dates. So Runcorn's now been announced is on sale. Blackpool sold out, and the second date is now on sale. Manchester, the third date, is very close to sold out, so the fourth date is on sale. And finally, Bristol. Uh, I've confirmed it just before we started recording today, so that should be on sale by the time this goes out uh, for to add for me tour for next year. There are a, at least one more Liverpool date being added, and hopefully two, 
which will be announced this week, I hope. Um, and there's some very special, exciting stuff coming with those two Liverpool tour dates. So please keep an eye out for that. And as always, you can get tickets for all these shows and the rest of the tour dates that aren't quite sold out yet at adamrow.co.uk forward slash shows. Um, and fucking Dublin already up and sell that Monday out that's the slowest one the Sunday sold out straight away and the Monday's just trickling up yeah, like it's fine it's already going to be good but just fucking hurry up everyone's been begging for Dublin for ages fucking come to Dublin Monday the 23rd of May Adam Road at UK forward slash shows I've oh, added shit. South Shields as well. I've added South Shields. <laughs> oh yeah, that's how we do it. We tried it's to the we, most aggressive sales pitch. We tried to get it. on top of the pops by threatening everyone. That's Literally, I'll come round if you don't come get on tickets. Now. Come on, I'm going to shout my set through your letterbox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, just while we're on the subject, Elton John is a fat knobhead. He is a muppet. I'll punch his head. Right, fucking come on! Do you want a bit of this? Do you want a bit of Elton and Ed? <laughs> and Dublin buy the fucking Monday tickets. Scott, you're on tour. I am, yeah. I mean, my, I, 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 I'm just, if you want to come, you can. <laughs> I was, I was the most pacifist approach. I'm on tour starting next year, yeah, in uh, all over, all over the country. Not Dublin. They don't. <laughs> you're doing Dudley, though. I'm doing Dudley. No, I mean, I was going to do Dublin, but I wasn't aggressive enough to sell the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, starting, when do we start? May, May, and then a few dates, May, June, then rest of the year, sort of 20 dates on uh, scottbennettcomedy.co.uk forward slash tour. Good luck, mate. We've got a... Uh, be, the I'm reason not, I got aggressive with Dublin, I put a small room on sale on the Sunday and yeah. it sold out immediately and I got hundreds of people go, ah, I tried to get Dublin. So I added a second date in a much bigger room on the Monday and at the minute it's like half full. I'm like, fucking hurry up. Yeah, can understand your frustrations there. It's not the only reason you got aggressive though, isn't it? <laughs> it's also because... You're aggressive. I'm an aggressive man. I know, but a very gentle lover. Uh, yeah. Got some questions. I'll stroke your hair while I'm fucking you. <laughs> there you go. That's nice. <laughs> Come on. Shh. Which part of the body is that? What? Oh, that's just the... It's a back hair. <laughs> Pelt. That's a mane. Shagging a hyena. He's getting into horses. <laughs> Shut up laughing. Well, it's back to that bestiality thing. If you can fuck a hyena, I think you should be allowed. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There should be no laws against that. In fact, I don't even know if there is. <laughs> is <that laughs> yeah. If you're into hyena sex, have at it. <laughs> even the Africans are like, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll sell tickets. Can you imagine if like you got into like a, a wild part of somewhere where hyenas are? Kenya. Kenya. As a guess. Right? So you're in you're in uh, the Kenyan outback. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Always the outback. Doesn't matter which country. It could be Buenos Aires. It could be fucking real. Take me to the outback. You know, take the, me to the outback. Yeah. So you're in the Kenyan outback, and you walk into this like field full of uh, hyenas. Field. Right. And you field. go to the, and you go to the first hyena. Would you try heroin? <laughs> There's a school of hyenas. Right. That is not the collective. It's noun. a bastard of hyenas. A bastard. Of, no, it's a, an absolute twat of hyenas. It's an absolute <laughs> twat of hyenas. <laughs> Right. A, they're called a stag do. They're called a stag do. <laughs> and they're all like, <laughs> and they're like going for you. But then you get your dick out and they're like, oh, he just wants to fuck. And they just spread the legs and like, go ahead. Fuck me. Do you Sorry. know where I think your career could take you? The next David Attenborough. <laughs> <laughs> but like a really sort of like, you know, 
X-rated version of yeah. Attenborough, where even Go the camera on, crew me. go, listen, this is Planet Earth way after dark. too far. This. I don't think that one's going to be commissioned by the BBC. That's got Sky written all over it. Yeah, I'm Vice. Adam, look at that fucking hyena, dirty bitch. I'm Panorama. <laughs> I'm Vice. I'm not saying. shags animals. Hmm? Hyenas, don't look. This doesn't look fun. Scott, what's the, th- what's the animal you'd shag if you had to? Um, any animal, but you a- have to. Any animal. I think the dolphin... I think it's blowhole. Yeah, because I think then, what you, if you haven't got any particular girth, it's imp- it doesn't matter because the blowhole is tiny. Yeah. And also that's... That's not shagging it! Well, it, I mean, so yeah. if you've got a little dick in the blowhole and if you've got an enormous one, right up the body. Yeah, but then also, just the, you're on about the stroking, it's that sort of wet aubergine oh, feel. Yeah. yeah, You know, that sort of the, the, the velvet Can skin. I ask Scott? Because you've cho- chosen an animal of the sea, it's an unusual... Are you going for the home or away leg? <laughs> Obviously, you're gonna, if you're going to bang a dolphin, are you getting in the water or are you getting... Oh, I'm definitely getting in the water. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, it would it would obviously come with a... You'd have to scuba. You'd have to be a decent scuba. You'd have to get, enroll... I mean, that is a plan in for a shag because you'd have to enroll in a scuba school. Right. I think they were selling these on the harbour in Croatia. You know, one of the excursions. Yeah. Trying to go to the Five Island Tour. Do you want to go dolphin fucking? No, well, yeah. I remember in Florida when I saw some perverted little children getting in the water. I was like, you dirty little you bastards. Have you, have you, them. I, I swam with dolphins once. We on our What? Yeah, we swam on our honeymoon. It sounds like it was going to be magical. And it was the bleakest thing. It was like trafficked dolphins. Where was your honeymoon? It was in Malta. In a and garage. they sold it like this day trip. They said, oh, it's going to be amazing. They go- what you say again? In a garage. <laughs> but they said, oh, this gonna be, it's going to be amazing. This It's going to be like you're going to take them in the natural environment. It was literally like a sea world that they were just trapped and they couldn't move. And it was just, I just felt bleak. It was <laughs> really bleak. swimming with dolphins. It wasn't you got swimming a bath with, with dolphins. dolphins. <laughs> it was having a, yeah. Oh, it was wow. basically having a bath with a dolphin. <laughs> bath with a dolphin would have been foot spa with a dolphin. A bath with a dolphin though. Like, that sounds fun. Both have a little glass of wine. Ooh. But they had to take, you had to take your, um, what's a romantic bath with so a dolphin. That's the opposite ends. Like, I like dolphin. Oh, it's really nice. Where's a, dolphin, where's a dolphin's pussy? Don't know, Carl. Do you want to Google that one? <laughs> you Google that one. I don't think it's the blowhole. When you think like, it's I... in its chin. Why did you think Why? that? <laughs> 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 it's a well-known fact. <laughs> it's a little-known fact. It's actually. a little-known fact. Not everyone knows. Oh, we had to. More had people to t- now. <laughs> <laughs> so buy those tickets for Monday night in Dublin. <laughs> Uh, Adam will be closing with his chin pussy bit. Adam, do the Dublin for do the chin pussy bit in Dublin. We love it. It's Dublin. It's Dublin. Dublin, we, Dublin. You had to take your, your jewelry off so you didn't scratch them, right? So I I had took my wedding ring off that night. I put it back on. Put it on the wrong finger. I had to go to A and E in Malta and have it cut off. So what? Genuinely you jammed it on the wrong finger. Put it on the wrong finger. Sat there at, at dinner. Gemma was like, "You got the ring on the wrong finger, mate." And I, I couldn't get it off. And like, uh, they all sort of staff came with olive oil, started rubbing my finger and stuff. Oh, because you so were the least romantic evening right. of my life. And at night, I could feel it swelling. 
Like I had a massive sort of foam finger. How did you get it on? Because your hands were cold from the water. Yeah, just put it straight on, put it on the wrong finger, not used to it. I had to go on A&E, have it cut off. And I think it was like a porter who did it, not even a professional. He had a bin under his arm. It was weird. <laughs> what fucking wedding ring have you got that you can scratch dolphins? Which is any, any jewellery. You're looking like Don King. <laughs> I'm going to take all my jewellery off. But yeah, any anything. like You've got to do a full shredder on them, can't you, with a, right. any little bit of metal. And was there any... Listen, this sounds very insensitive. But in Malta, with the swim with dolphins, obviously there was one couple on the honeymoon. Yeah. Was there any children who it was the last sort of, you know, swim with dolphins? No, none right. of that going on. Yeah, that's no. a tricky cue to be at the front of, isn't it? When you're celebrating, like, <laughs> we just want to celebrate our love. Little Timmy's not gone long left. Well, he's going to have to wait a little bit longer. <laughs> I'm taking my wedding ring off, mate. I've got... <laughs> uh, questions? Uh, questions? Yeah. Questions. Wag wag lids. Um, after listening to every episode, I think it's fair to say you guys hate corporate gigs. Therefore, how would you appro approach organising a corporate gig if you have to, to make it more tenable? You've got the budget, you control what's going on, but you have to put on comedy at a corporate gig. Love the pod. Keep up the amazing work. Cheers, Ollie. Okay, so first of all, open an act, table magician. Yeah, have him going round while the food's being delivered. Then... One of the waiters is the comedian and they whip off their waiter uniform, throw a load of spag ball all over the place and just start <laughs> doing the set. 20 grand each. <laughs> wow. Who's, who's famous comedian? Because 20 grand sounds like famous no. comedian money. No. There's not every comedian can pretend to be a waiter. It's true. And then throw out that spag ball. True. 40 grand. Yeah. Table magician. Said I get to control the budget. I'm booking myself. Oh, you're the you're the wait you're the waiter. Yeah. What? <laughs> Why am I not giving myself this twenty grand? In fact, if I'm two million, <laughs> Why am I limiting myself to twenty grand? What is me budget? Go on. What? What's two a, million to throw spectacle? A realistic budget, I think, for a night of corporate entertainment is probably going to be around the ten grand mark in it, somewhere mm, okay. five to ten. Mm. And then they're going to, as a promoter, like, well, obviously I have to take half of that because I lifted up a phone. Yeah. And I, I, like, fucking dialed a number. So obviously I need five grand. So, ten grand then. So, how much do you reckon a jazz quartet costs? <laughs> Are you trying to ruin their corporate <laughs> night? Oh, shit, that's the way. Just literally comedians that I don't like. Fucking brilliant. I would actually go to that. Who? I'd, put all the co I'd make sure the corporate event was a nightmare. Massive, like, yeah. huge... Flowers on each table, big round table. A, a dance, dance floor, floor. massive oh, dance, a huge dance, dance floor. floor. Is there a DJ? No, Dan, the promoter's being yeah. a cunt. What about and, one and table that's no big enough to fill the room, <laughs> and the t the comedian stands in the middle of the table? Beautiful. The UN, yeah, like the UN, <laughs> like the scene in Ali G where they all get fucking <laughs> stoned. That table, wow. What one big table? Yeah, yeah, one big table. What about one with a hole in, like a donut that you pinned in in the middle? No, you, you have to keep revolving to entertain What about people? the hole in the middle, but in the hole is a trampoline and you have to bounce the entire time you're in your set? Yeah. This corporate gig is for... I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Children. This is at a primary school. I, did you enjoy the bouncy comedian? Yeah. <laughs> a, a table that can move. So you do one joke to like one person. They yeah. go, no. And then they move you along. Do the next one. How Sorry. how would though? Let's say your budget's ten grand. You've spent you spend five on a band, right? Or like a whatever. So you got five grand for a comic. 
how would you make that comics gig at a corporate? So they're having they're having a meal, right? Three course meal. They're doing the company awards, which are going to take about forty five minutes, and the comedian has to do a half hour set. How do you set that room up, and how do you sort of organise the evening so that the comedian has the best chance of possible of absolutely smashing the gig? It's about the the venue, isn't it, and how you set the venue? Because really, a good comedian, if you give them a chance, will probably be able. When that, when it's after all of that, it's after the awards, it's after the meal. Everyone's hammered. You're going on stage at eleven. Twenty minutes at eleven doesn't sound like much. You're fucked, aren't you? Yeah. That's hard work. Game over. Could you have a separate area? where you just have theatre-style seating and a little stage and go, do you know what? Come in, have some drinks, settle yourself down. We're going to have a comedian to get the night going and we'll do the awards here and then move to your table and that's where we'll have the meal. Yeah. Like, is it possible? Comedian opens the show. Because it's like... Absolutely. If you really... If you've got total control, that round table thing that everyone wants for their corporate events, that's the problem, isn't it? It's yeah. fucking grim. So theatre-style seating in a corner... Just have a little corner, like a comedy club corner. Yeah. The the comedian goes on, does half an hour. Goes, nice one. Uh, Going to have a little break now before the food comes out. Um, so you can go and get a drink and a ciggy and whatever. Then your food will come out. Then we're going to do the awards. And then to close the night, we've got All Saints. <laughs> if I have had to guess, if I have had to guess who was closing that show, come out of nowhere, and we've got a free drink from Honky Pop. Can you imagine? Can you imagine them getting that call? All Saints management. We've got a corporate. It's in Birmingham. It's, it's near the five NEC. The can you read? They've been literally dusted off the grams. fucking phone. Like they have one phone. Oh my god, the All Saints phone. Yeah. That yeah, I've just also added the budget. If it's, say, you've got five grand for comedians, instead of just five grand on one knobhead, who admittedly five grand's good, do that. I've done corporates where like, there's a compare and there's two acts. Yep. And there's like, we do a 45-minute bit of stand-up and then it's the awards. That's a nut. Like, if we're really trying to make it tenable, I love the ones where they're like, yeah, there's two of you and we've got a compare and the compare is a battle-hardened, you've mm. done some fucking... Like, Scott and I are, are really good mates from ringing each other after gigs and whatnot. Yeah. Some of the it's gigs... It's like CB radios, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. You, some of the gigs that you ring me... Like, not now, because things are going better, but, like, <laughs> the golf club gigs that you oh. rang me after. He's like, Dan, I've just done a golf club. It wasn't good. I'm like, I know. It's that, it's that thing of, like, fundamentally, you're a guy entertaining a lot of white, white old men. Yeah. Sat in, sort of, penguin suits. And you walk out there going, this is fundamentally wrong. This this whole idea is wrong, and I've I've had somewhere genuinely. I feel like I'm dying inside in real time. If you looked into my eyes, there's bits of my soul just crumbling. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like it's like I don't know. It's, I don't understand what they are getting from that because they hear me and think, "Oh, he's just like mainstream." We've talked about this before. I can do like he's a gag man and stuff. And when I start talking about myself, they look at me like I'm Ross Noble. <laughs> like, What's he doing? We don't care about your wife and kids, mate. Where's your jokes? Yeah. And then you start. Then then uh, those events. Tell us about the two Asian gentlemen and the homosexual who walked into a bar. It's yeah. unbelievable. And then they go. They go like, Oh, are you gonna? Are you the comedian? Yeah. Mention Dave. He's mention his wife. Like, don't, they'll give you no other backstory. I had a fucking email the other day from someone saying, "Me mates coming to your tour show in London. Here's a load of stuff about him. Make sure you rip him. That's I'll be with him. I nearly like I've just blanked it, but yeah. I wanted to reply and go, "Don't fucking come. Send me your PayPal. I'll send you your fucking money back. You <laughs> daft cunt." 
Fuck off. Because it's the roast of my mate. But also, the worst thing is, is you'll do that bit, and the person who suggested it doesn't laugh, and the person you're attacking has got some dark secret about his wife that you've now unraveled. Oh, that... You know I mean? He just storms out crying. Those corporate comics that are like, yeah, I like to just get a gauge of the room... Get to know a few characters, then just get involved. It's a dangerous game, that, isn't it? If you get one bit of bad information... Yeah. I think the corporate thing's all right, because usually the money's more, but when it's like the golf club thing... I remember once I was struggling so much, like, material wasn't working. I think the guy who introduced me was a frustrated comic, and he was like, if this guy's shit, we can put the football on. It was during the World Cup. We could still watch the football. Then they gave you that mic. And, <laughs> if this guy's like, shit, we can put <laughs> the football on. We Please put welcome on yeah, That was literally... And then you tethered... From the DJ's mic, you've got like a meter of cable. So you're, full, you're like a dog outside a shop. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just sort of pinned. Like Woody from Toy Story yeah, with his little no, <laughs> his, his mic and speaking on no, the mic. Everyone's got the back to you. And then you start sort of ch- chatting and you think like, it's like literally free falling. And you're like, you're going like, I'll try the best bit of material, nothing. And then I sort of tried to chat to someone and he sort of said, I'm not helping you. That's what his response was. Oh. I'm not helping you. So that was like the knife through the parachute. And it's just an awful... And you get to the end and you think it was completely pointless. The worst one I ever did was with... Um, it was booked by Phil Walker. And I. they were like, oh, the food's on at eight. Mm. And I was like, cool, I'm a fussy eater. So what's my stage time? And they were like, oh, you'd probably be on about nine. I thought they'd just been like, oh, we're having food at eight. If you want a plate, then you should be there for eight. I didn't realise at round table events, you're meant to eat with them. Oh, yeah. And then they go, huh, well, uh, we've got the turn. He's on table six. And then you're just meant to like stand from the table. Thanks very much. Uh, the pudding was amazing. Let me tell you some jokes about Scottish people being tight. And everyone's like... <laughs> but So I just, because I'm a fussy and I don't like eating, I hate set menus. I was like, cool, I'll get there at nine. I was waiting outside. I, I, I died in such a spectacular way that it made the other comedian that was sort of in the back of the room, Jamie Sutherland, he was cringing for me. It wasn't even one of those ones where you're like, that was fucking good. He was like, oh God, good God. <laughs> like, he'd seen like some shit. It, it seemed a trauma. It was a complete and utter rejection of everything about me. <laughs> you know, sometimes in a room of like old men, there's some younger lads here like, come on lads, you've got to fucking save me here. Yeah. Even they were like, you need to sort your fucking life out, mate. <laughs> it was awful. Died on my fucking hoop. It's when you- and the feedback the next day, my, I was like, I told my agent, I was like, because it was when I had an agent, I was like, it was, a, it was, it was bad. It was autobiography bad. It was that bad. And the feedback was, First act we've had not eat the meal for twenty years, and I had no—I literally wow. had no idea. Wait outside, just tell me my stage time. I wander on. They were appalled because you didn't because I hadn't eaten at Lytham St Anne's Rugby Club for their fucking whatever it was round table. First act that hasn't eaten the meal for twenty years. How could we listen to him, oh, the wow. bastard? It was uh, that bad. That's fantastic. Who's asked about eating the meal? The round table cunts. Yeah. Why do they care? They see it as rude. If you do an after dinner, if you do like a sportsman's dinner, and you don't do the after, don't do the dinner. You just yeah. do the after. Yeah. So you got to, she got to sit and eat with them. You yeah. sit at the top table at a, a sportsman's dinner. So on the stage, there's a long. Ta- you know, like at a wedding. Yeah, yeah. There's a long table on the stage. There's the the host, the guy who's organised it, the the you, 
and the sportsman, and you're just having on stage, just yeah, having me bolognese and with the, some alcoholic darts player. Like, is it my time? <laughs> I've got a story. What's the fucking point in that? I don't know, but it's just a weird tradition. It's it's just the way they do it, yeah. And then the, the host goes up and goes, "All right, what's happening?" Then they bring the speaker on, and then you go on after the act. They've all paid to see. But then the, the sportsman as well gets an envelope stacked full of cash. Yeah. On the way out, they get like a bung. Yeah. And you get like forty. Yeah. Count yours out yeah. begrudgingly. Yeah. <laughs> You were just as shit as the company we had last year. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's really tough. Um, oh my god, that's giving me like PTSD from fucking shit. And it's Christmas. Have you had any Christmas stinkers yet? Just had a a, a woman who didn't understand it was a rhetorical performance and kept answering the questions that I was asking. Always fun. Yeah. Always fun. Yeah. Can I tell you what I think about that bit? Put the phone down. I was doing me. I was doing me GP's receptionist bit. Put the phone down. Ring him back. What, they said that was the heckle? Yeah. Advice? Yeah. <laughs> she thought, like, the problems I was explaining on stage, it, she thought I'd turned up, and it was at the MNS Bank Arena Auditorium in Liverpool. Yeah. There's a thousand people there. She thought I'd turned up and been like, does anyone know <laughs> the best way to get a doctor's appointment? Does anyone get any idea what I'm doing Are wrong doing here? Because, you know, I've been trying for months, and I've written it into this humorous anecdote, but apart from that, I could really do it an appointment. <laughs> I hope she's not a fucking fan of this podcast and she's at home going, the, the dolphin's pussy's near the thin. Mm. <laughs> she's an idiot. a fucking idiot. Have mom? you had any stinkers this year? Not really. I mean, we've had a couple where there's been 69 people in a works do. Like, just a general sort of lack of concentration, but nothing. But I think you always have those flashbacks, don't you, to the ones you've had in the past that have been horrendous. Just sort of ones where I've, I've had ones where I've gone in, there's been no heating on in the gig. They're all sort of sat there in the coats, like a hurricane relief situation. <laughs> well, like, on, like they're on a Duke of Edinburgh. Like and then you, you love this fear in the staff's eyes when they realise they've got to do like a free course Christmas lunch. Yeah. And they normally just do burgers. Yeah. Sort of like, they're just like, they've got to be Heston Blumenthal. <laughs> I hate like, the smell I, of a roast when you walk in a comedy club in December yeah. and you can smell a Christmas dinner. Yeah. You're like, it's here. They're here. I was sat in the frog with John Hastings, Phil Ellis, and uh, Vince Atta last week, and we all got off of the roast dinner, and it was quarter to 11 at night, and we all had a few potatoes, and I, I just burst out laughing, Phil Ellis was like, what are you laughing at? I was like, this is how sad our lives are, we're having a Christmas dinner in November at quarter to 11 at night, because it's free. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you the other, night, the other day, off pod, the story, so last weekend, the hot water on the Saturday, it was a proper kickoff at the the second slash set I was doing. So I called these girls the Shield Road Night Out, which is a, a very famous prostitute street in Liverpool. And she hit a woman's head on the on, on her way out of the row in front of her because they're the ones who'd complained saying these are talking. And that's why I yeah. started dealing with them. So I went to the girl. I'm really sorry about that. I felt like I antagonised them. So I'll buy you a round of drinks in the next interval. How many of you are there? And she went, nine. I went, oh, fuck that. I'll buy you a drink. What are you drinking? And she went, nine beers. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I, I just had a, a thought. I did a sportsman very quick. This is the worst and best thing I've ever seen. I did a sportsman's dinner with a sportsman I'll have to not name, but they've since passed away. Anyway, it was it was in this, it was in near Liverpool, actually, like a Mason's place, Masonic yeah. Lodge. Masonic yeah. Lodge. And we sat there and the guy just had a proper meltdown. Like he'd been drinking all day and like you could tell that like the atmosphere was bad and he'd brought his driver 
who was also like an ex-gangster, I think, from Stoke-on-Trent. <laughs> and they, they sort of like, he goes, my driver needs a meal, right? This was the first thing he went, my driver needs a meal. And they, they sat him in between me and another, like a, like a kid's chair. <laughs> it sort of like goes, he can sit here next to you. You got a high chair for me, driver. <laughs> and it was the most terrifying, every conversation he did either started with violence or ended in violence. You know, like when you're having a chat with someone and you think at any moment he's going to chin me <laughs> as part of this story. <laughs> so he's a darts player. I'll, I'm not, I'll allude to who it was, but he was, he, you know, he was famous and then he, he torpedoed his career. And then everyone was asking him questions and he was just down in Guinness. Bobby George. No, no, you're warm. But it was, <laughs> it was, he was down in Guinness, right? And this guy next to me was just, he was just going on and on, talking about when he'd done a skydive. It was just madness. And I, I How did to... the skydive end in violence? Because <laughs> well, oh, no, he said, the guy said, you can't go that high. I said, I want to go that high. <laughs> and I said to him, he was getting really into it. And then I went, well, well, what happened was, he said, I got him in an headlock. And I said, you're going to have to let the, let the wire out or something. I was shitting myself. <laughs> and, then, and then he sort of said, there's only one person in the world that can tame me, and that's my lady. That was like a moment of calm. Like this guy next to me. And anyway, he went on. He, did, he answered all these questions. And, and every question, like one of them was like, what do you think of Ted Anke, who was a, a darts player? And he went, he stinks. Next question. Like just sort of said, you, you want to save, you, know, you want to keep your money safe, hide it under a bar of soap. Not a bad joke, actually. He said. <laughs> <laughs> and, his, and his first meeting to me was, "I like that shirt. Do you know what that'll go well with an iron, like really slamming me as oh. well." <laughs> nice. And, and he gets to the end, and the guy said something like, "He, he, he, he sort of stopped. He, he tanked because he just he was he was too hammered, right? And he sort of downed a Guinness, crushed the can, and walked through. He, he, and then they said, "Oh, um, if you want a signed picture, he's just said he's going to be in the bar and the fifty quid." That was his final 50 note. quid. 50 quid for a side picture. It's the fucking dream, huh? Yeah. But yeah, it was... Just all doing a Q&A pissed. I mean, we've... We're doing six quid each and two for the tenner on our top. It was Raymond Van Barn. A lot of that sounded no. like the last dance. <laughs> nearly. What but, about that comedian? You're like, fucking stinks. But it's also when you get... Like a guy come up to me just before I was about to go on. And this... I've never forgot this conversation. He went, are you a comedian? I went, yeah, yeah. He went, right, yeah, it's good, isn't it? Making people laugh and stuff. I went, yeah, yeah. And he said, I'm a funeral director. Is what I do. All oh, right, he says, look at this. Show me on his phone. He'd had like a horse-drawn carriage that day, like a black carriage, like with horses with <laughs> purple plumage. And he went, see that? I see 26-year-old she was, young mum, all life ahead of her. And this is, you know, that was that was the other day. So it's not an easy job. <laughs> <laughs> I was stood there like and he went, are you about to go on? And yeah. <laughs> he went, he went, yeah, have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Just think about death while Just you're up there. That, that's honestly, it was the weirdest night of my life and watching this guy, ex darts player, just torpedo his career. I think some with the great thing with comedy is like it, it, there are so many great gigs, isn't there? Like mm. so many good gigs. But if we sat here and went, oh, do you know what another great gig is? Do you know what? No, oh, another one that I did was brilliant. It's just not interesting, especially to comedians. I literally want to hear about the Undertaker going. She just she had three kids. Whole whole, uh -huh. whole <laughs> life ahead of her, Dan. Whole life ahead of her. Shall we do some uh, so have a words? Should we have a word, it boys? I think uh, Scott could give some good advice. Uh, wag wag. Uh, my missus has the tree up already. She's had it up since the first week of November. Now. Her birthday is on Boxing Day, so once Christmas Day is over, Christmas is done in our house. And Stephmas 
begins. Oh, fuck. So she gets the tree up early to get the most value out of Christmas. I think seven weeks is a bit much, though. Should I just tell her to get on with it, or do you think she's as ridiculous as I do? When do you guys get all the deckies out? Not sure who you need to have a word with, but I need help. What's your, uh, Scott, what's your Christmas when you're getting out? I think it's getting earlier and earlier, isn't it? I think people are, cl- cl- you know, wanting a bit of joy in their lives. Gemma does them. I don't <laughs> really do anything. I've told I've told loads of people this. Gemma's completely control of my life. It's, it's, I'm, it's bliss. What, just just, just Christmas. No, the whole life. I don't think really now. <laughs> I've stopped thinking. <laughs> so like, we went. We go like she'll literally go to me on a Sunday. We're out today. Get dressed. <laughs> like I'm a kid. Come like, on, shoot. Have you been very away? You know, genuinely, I'm a toddler in that situation. At the end of the day, we'll be driving home. You did well. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> you did well there. Well done. Um, but yeah, she, she'll sort of like do everything. She's incredible, really. I like, um, <laughs> I think it's going to get to the point where I ask her actually if I like people. <laughs> do I like these people? <laughs> yeah, you like these. <laughs> Thanks. Oh yeah, Laura's got to the point I, where she's like, she's it's co- like having a like a press secretary. She's the like PA. If I was a politician, she just goes like, that one's just through, been a, through a divorce. Yeah. She's like whispering, oh, that's divorce. And they, honestly, mate, it's, like, it's like having a voice in my head. I was, with, I was walking into Beeston where we lived the other day. It was like being out with the stroll with Mother Teresa. <laughs> She knew everyone. It took us ages. She's shaking people's hands. How's your, how's your extension going? Is it going all right? Brilliant. How's your dad? Has he come out of hospital? How do you know all this? The backstory. And I said to her, I said, it's embarrassing how monosyllabic I am. Stood behind her like this. I might as well be on a DS. You're going on tour, Scott? I was, yeah. yeah, go on tour, yeah, sure. It's going to be fine. I'm going to go Dublin when I can be aggressive enough to sell tickets. It, it, literally, I'm like, I might as well be going, how's school, Scott? So she, Gemma was up a ladder putting lights up on our bay window the other day. What were you doing? I was inside waiting to find out what we were doing. <laughs> but I, I don't, honestly, so ours went up uh, probably last week in November, but it is a bit early, man. It's too early. I think the it's last weekend in November, if if you work nine to five and you've got to do it on a weekend day with your missus, fine. But it should be the first of December. First of December, December. Always. It's got to be the first of December. First week in November is criminal. Yeah. That's, a sixth of the year. And taking him down on Boxing Day because it's Stephmas. Yeah, she can suck a fart out of my ass yeah, all this one. Yeah, absolutely. Getting, getting the line with behind Elton. <laughs> I I have to say, the only thing that's fucking Cute. changed my opinion on this is the fact that the Christmas tree we've got has got like built-in lights. We spent a bit of money there last Christmas, lad. And it's the, the light coming off this tree is stunning. And I'm not allowed to fuck with extra lamps. I would have more... Like, I'd light the living room up more. Yeah. Generally, as soon as we get the Christmas tree, the, the living room looks so much nicer. Yeah. It's a bit dim otherwise, but actually, yeah, 1st of December. My tree went up properly last night, and my little brother come round, and genuinely, I was so proud of this, because my little brother is like, Carl, if he can insult me, he will. Do you know what I mean? And he come in, and I went, what do you think of the tree? And he went, Jack, lads, I genuinely mean this. That could be in an advert. <laughs> <laughs> That's high praise. B&M. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this could be in the window, Mark. Season, no one about to fucking iron. When did he come down? No, I have to admit, like since you spent the when you, when you spend a bit of money, that's when you like we get value out of that. Like because yeah. we've got expensive tree and expensive decorations, I want it up longer. So before I'd be like, mate, as soon as New Year's Eve's done, as soon as you're on New Year's Day, hangover should be down on the second or whatever. But I don't know. Six. I think the second to the sixth is the right window. Yeah. I think if you still got your Christmas tree up on the 6th of January, do you not feel like, as soon as it's after the New Year's Eve yeah. piss up, you'd, I'm oh. done with Christmas then. I, I'm I, ready to crack on. I look forward to a tip run then. Between oh, Christmas yeah. and New Year, that's my boxing oh, day. Scott. When I can go go and do a tip run, and then you see all the discarded Christmas trees, and you're like, yep, yeah, the joy's done. Get back on with it. <laughs> Just a <laughs> load of dads in a queue. A load of dads in a queue. Because when the tip opens, that is like a moment of... After the pandemic, there was a two and a half hour queue outside our local tip. Yeah. And I was like, Laura, how the fuck are people sitting in it? And she's like, yeah, they're just dads who don't want to be I in the house. The tip. Yeah. The tip They've thing. just had a All lockdown and they're like, just want to sit in this car doing nothing Putting for two hours. one piece of wood in at a time. What are you doing, <laughs> mate? Well, shut up! Taking my time. time. <laughs> Splitting down fence panels. I, I had the clothes cleared out the other night. That felt good. Oh, feels great. Just throwing away t-shirts that like have lost, I've lost the dream the of bin. ever fitting back into. I've put them in a bin bag to go to oh, the charity shop. I just did the same thing, but with thin clothes. I'm not even messing. I've had a drawer of like, I'll get back in them. This week I was like, oh, that's had, not happening. They're in the bin. I had a few t-shirts from my very slimmest last year right. and I've thrown them away because I'm like, they're just making me sad. Yeah. Like they're nowhere near me. Like I am losing weight and I'd love to fit back in them at some point. But if I get to that point again, I'll buy new ones because we're at yeah. least six months away from that. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to, in the past when I've tried to lose weight, I've tried to lose it dead quickly and I always put it back on. I'm doing a lifestyle change. It's going to yeah. be a while. When a medium t-shirt looks like Spanx, you probably need to just bin it, don't you? Do you not go through a system of t-shirts though? Bed t-shirt before you chuck it? No, I, I, I don't wear anything in bed. Completely naked. Okay, good. So, that was the weirdly homophobic, homo, homosexual moment. I was there. Homoerotic. I don't wear anything in bed, Scott. <laughs> I, I, Get on are me. Are you dressed in bed? No, I go completely I'm naked. I'm head to toe naked, mate. Yeah, I think I'm not head to toe. I don't like me. I, I feel vulnerable, but so I, I have my undies on. What are you vulnerable to? People who can't take undies off. It's just... <laughs> If we ever get broken into, I feel more comfortable confronting the, the attacker with me undies on. Put them on before you confront them. No, that's a waste Valuable of time. time I've oh, already, already got to grab murdered. the axe. Yeah, that's how you get murdered and bummed. Yeah. Do you know why I stopped wearing underwear in bed? It's because when I was a teenager, I had lost a testicle through it twisting. <laughs> and they, they said to me... <laughs> sorry, Scott. I'm no, they, sorry, the doctor bad. said to me, and it stuck in my head, don't wear underwear in bed. Because right. it can... I don't. Encourage a twisting. How tight were your kecks? <laughs> Did you really lose a, a testicle to twist? You twisting? only got one ball. Yeah. Oh, sick. My mates had one of them. Sick. Yeah. It, happened, yeah. it happened, yeah. It, but apparently... It, what it, happened? Tell me the, sto tell oh, the story. Tell the story. My mate got kicked in the bollocks and literally got one of his balls kicked off. Right, well, that sounds <laughs> more manly than... I had the wrong size underpants <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. Go on, Scott. So it, it's called torsion testes. <laughs> It's a genuine medical thing. So it sounds like something Audi would have in a car, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I lost one of my bollocks going 90 around the corner. That's Vorsprung bollock twist. But it, it, it sort of, they twisted. And I remember because, like, you, I woke up, like, in absolute agony. Because I went to the doctors in the day and they said, oh, it's just a pull muscle, that. And he sort of oh, sent me home. And then in the middle of the night, 
Awful. Have you got pecs on your bollocks? Pecs? Yeah, like muscles. Pulled muscles. Pulled muscles. <laughs> so you had to... You, what? Been deadlifting oh, with... So they, they the all day. wrap up? They twit internally. Not oh, like... Like the Christmas tree you, lights. You think you can untangle them like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spin them back like a swing. The yeah. other way. Just get Gemma on them. <laughs> Take me time. Find the end. Loop it through. Yeah, yeah you find the end. But like, yeah, so they swist internally and it cuts off the blood supply. Fuck and they have to remove it because you get gangrenous if not. So like, you're like, um, yeah. So it's like gone. One one plum tomato down there. Yeah. Right. Have you got a fake one in there? No? They offered me a fake one, but I was a bit... <laughs> Like, like, I don't know why that's funny, but the idea that it is funny. show you like tiles. Which one do you fancy? Mate? Do you know what I mean? I thought, about, match it. I thought about having one big one next to the small one. Oh yeah, that would be funny as well. Oh yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Like, yeah, a, yeah. like a game of crown green bowls. Oh, hum- <laughs> and a jack and a jack and a big. Who doesn't bollock. want an omni bollock? That's <laughs> just oh, variant. But I was like. Because I, I always say, like, someone said, oh, why didn't you do it? Because I had a bit of a fear of hospitals because I didn't know I was, I didn't know I'd lost it till I woke up. Oh, I, went, I went in in pain, got put under, came round, bollock gone. Did a vet do this? <laughs> I, woke up, I, woke up, I woke up in between a dolphin and a Shetland pony. So I'm stroking your back. Do, do you know what I mean? How old were you? 15. Oh, right. I thought you were a grown man and they'd taken a bollock with asking. <laughs> no, the Gee, you have to sign something as a grown man to be like, wake up. Oh my God, his dick yeah. and balls are gone. I tell you what, Gemma doesn't fuck around. I said, because I said, I said, to, I said to people, like people say, well, why didn't you do it? Because like, the last time I let someone loose, why didn't I have a fake one? With a scalpel, I lost a bollock and it's like, you don't go back and park your car in the same street where someone nicked your alloys. That's the same <laughs> logic, innit? You don't go back and think, we'll take the other one, like some sort of human scrapyard. We'll yeah, keep my, that as a spare. My mate from growing up got kicked in the bollocks and literally, like, it separated his bollock from no. his bollock pipe and they just took it off. <sighs> his bollock pipe? They said that. His bollock pipe. That's, bollock pipe. That's what the doctor said. Like, sit down, lad. Uh, so, you've got two bollocks and two bollock pipes and one of the bollocks is no longer attached to the bollock pipe. So, what we're going to have to do is was that off, throw it in the Albert Hall with Hitlers and you're going to be fucking... Yeah. Just the one bollock forever. And, uh, and he only uh, said his name. And we're raising money for charity. Kids with spazzy eyes. Uh, <laughs> Nobeds called Zoe. <laughs> uh, Dr. Adam, where did you get your degree from? John Moore's, go fuck yourself. A John Moore's medical degree, that'd be funny. The University of Yamaha. Oh, my mate, the only reason I mention it as well is my, a friend of mine, I found out on a stag do that another lad who I'd just met, he had a one bollock as well, but he had a fake one. And then when we got shit-faced later on, he got his fake bollock out in the pub and started flicking it to prove that he couldn't feel anything. Nah. It was the grimmest stack ever. <laughs> that, that's how you know when the energy's gone out of a out of a, a group of people, when he goes like, right, get the bollock out. Go on, Johnny, lads. Show everyone your fake bollock. Yeah, yeah. We need to spice this chat up. Um, should, we, uh, should we call it a pod? Call it a pod. You happy with that? Absolutely. Scott, it's been an absolute pleasure, my friend, to see you in person. We always speak on the phone, in the car. It's Just remind everyone you. where you can get your uh, social medias and your tour tickets. So it's Scott B Comedy UK on Twitter and Instagram and scottbennettcomedy.co.uk forward slash tour for the tour. So yeah. And uh, also we've got, we're starting a new podcast, Gemma and I. We did the shed thing in lockdown. Still Which on the massive. Facebook page. Yeah. Still on the Facebook page, stand up from the shed. 
And we'll be starting a new one called Brew with the Bennetts in the new year. Yeah, Love going through stuff. the pandemic, there was a handful of comics that came out of it looking better. Me and Adam were one of them for zooming our tits off. And you did a live show from your shed yeah. every Friday in, in, in lockdown. Yeah. And it went amazingly. It was a weird thing, isn't it? I think you all, like, everyone wanted to do something. I mean, you guys have built this. It's incredible. Like, I think you... You sort of, everyone had to respond in a weird way. I don't think it was by design. Or I mean, the, the momentum f that got us here, we, it was weird because we were desperate, but that got the ball rolling to where we are now. Like, I don't know how long we would have been in my spare room. I don't know if we'd have started a Patreon. It was the, like, we would just do a pod a week and that, that lockdown made us kick it into a different gear and we started turning out more, and we started a Patreon, and it changed how we were doing it. Same shit, still talking bollocks, but... Do you think if the pandemic... Sorry, mate. Well, oh, no, no, bollock. Just <laughs> <laughs> opening old wounds there. I had a flashback. Well, I uh, can never open a tin of plum tomatoes <laughs> no, anymore. No, oh, my God, God, uh, that hurt my fucking bumhole. Hair in those words. <laughs> felt it in my bumhole. If you hadn't have had the, if you hadn't had a pandemic, do you think you'd have done it? So we were already started. Oh, you'd already started, but do you think it'd have accelerated? I don't know. I I think it changed how we were doing we it. We will never know. Yeah. Because, like, we'll just never know. I think it probably benefited us, but you, you never know. It could be even bigger than it already is. But We, we had a conversation before that we started the Patreon going, maybe we should just keep doing it for free, you know? And, like, the Patreon was the thing that stopped us delivering for fucking Amazon. So Amazing. I think it changed that. But But... It's misremembered that we were we were doing it for nearly three months before yeah. old Bojo, the lying fucking scruffy cunt, put us into lockdown. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can you just, for me, I really feel like this next tour needs a Dublin date. If you could just do it to camera and just threaten the people of Ireland. <laughs> you haven't got it in you. I'll do it for I you. Listen to me now, Dublin. <laughs> I swear to God, if I take you my could top be my, again. my aggressive, not hype man. You could be my aggressive man. Whenever I need something dealing with me, I bring you in or I, I bring you Adam in. No, no, no. Aggression for hire. Should be you. You think you got it all out? Yeah. <sighs> I don't think I can do a topless fucking pod two weeks in a row. I took my top off uh, in the that. last podcast. Yeah. Quite. Yeah. Free, lot of freeing. Was I free? had more men. I think straight men sliding in my DMs than I'd like. Fun, weird reaction to getting your dad by but dad bought out on a pod. A lot of men just feel obliged to be like, I need to tell dad that Dan that yeah, I quite liked it. Like, yeah, cool. Cheers, thanks. I think there was something like quite primal about it. There was. Yeah, so I okay. I'm and just think, uh, I'm just about to announce. I my, think you my are Dublin date, so it's worked out fine. See I think you, there, you are definitely going to get your top off at the live stream. I'm doing it topless. Yeah, yeah. Hotwatercomedy.co.uk for a reason. Forward slash. Something. Oh, mate, buy the live stream. It's going to be fucking amazing. A Christmas party. Hey. All right, Scott, it's been a pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you, mate. Thank you so much. Cheers, Lids. Pre-order Laura's gone, please. Nice one. Get on me. Bye. Here we go.